Here's ESPN-UP's Max Stevens with his opinion on the greatest player in Green Bay Packer history. The question of who the greatest Packer of all time is is one that could feasibly have many different answers. Some may say it was the man known as the Minister of Defense, Reggie White. Others may claim it was one of the legendary gunslingers to don the green and gold, like Brett Favre or Bart Starr. However, to find the true GOAT, we go all the way back to the 1930s and 40s, when the Packers were led by the legendary Don Hudson. Hudson was an extremely unique player by today's standards. Even at the NFL level, he was a two-way player, considered the first modern Welcome to Westwood Playoff Football on your official voice for Patriot Sports, ESPN-UP. With all the action, here's Max Stevens. Greetings from the West End. We're at Ishpeming Westwood High School for tonight's Division 6, Region 1, District 1, District Semifinal Matchup between the visiting Nagani Miners and the home team, the Westwood Patriots. Hi, everybody. Alongside my broadcast partner, Dave Bowes, I'm Max Stevens. We'll be bringing you all the action here tonight from this second-round playoff game between these two rivals who didn't get their usual meeting in Week 9 of the regular season. would have been Week 6 this year. That game two weeks ago had to be canceled. Nagani was at the time online only due to COVID precautions, weren't able to practice or play at all. But last week, they defied the odds. They went out. They got their revenge against Gladstone, 28-14. to And that brings them here. The rivalry game must go on. And we talk a little bit about the rivalry. This is a, a rivalry that's been historically lopsided. This is the 46th all-time meeting between these two teams. Nagani leads the all-time series 36-9. to But that dominance has not held true recently. The Patriots have won the last three on the field, and they've put up tons of points while doing so. 42 last season, 44 in 2018, and 30 in 2017. The last Nagani win was back in 2016, and that was a 28 to nothing shutout. And Dave, we're in for a dogfight tonight. You told me not moments ago, this is the best Nagani team that Westwood's going to have to go up against since that 28 nothing shutout. Yeah, this is the best team that we've seen out of Nagani in four years, at least. Certainly that's what I believe in. How about Nagani's performance last week after not being able to practice, you know, scraping some kids together to practice in somebody's backyard, uncoached, and then to be able to... Uh, uh, play Gladstone, who beat them once, and uh, have a performance like that. That was a huge win for Paul Jacobson and his group. And, uh, you know, the Nagani, the Neg Nation has to be proud of uh, of that victory and to put themselves here. And, you know, the seeding of this tournament, I mean, what you talked about, you know, the meeting between Western and Nagani that didn't happen. I mean, what has been normal uh, about this year in any way? And while Nagani, I think, was like, gosh, like the fifth seed and maybe a fourth or fifth seed, I, I got to think they're probably the favorite here tonight, even though they're traveling uh, to the to the Patriots. You know, the Patriots' strength of schedule right now, obviously just those three games, you know, they just haven't seen the competition or been in a game like that that has been equally contested on both sides. And, uh, you know, that's tough for the Patriots, and the Patriots have been off for a longer period now. You know, Nagani got that big emotional win last week, and... Uh, you know, this is really a tough table set here for Scott Sergula and the Westwood Patriots, but 
Who'd have thought we'd have got 70 degrees during the course of this day? And it's it's still nice out here right now. It's got to be 50 degrees out here at least right now. Um, amazing night for football. Absolutely, and I'm glad you mentioned it. Let's talk a little bit about the conditions for tonight. Right now, the temperature is hovering in the mid-60s as the sun has just set. The lows for tonight are in the upper to mid-50s, so uncharacteristically warm for November football in the UP. But, hey, I'll take it. It's a gorgeous night for football here in the West End and a gorgeous night for, believe it or not, in the storied history between these two teams. First time they met was September 10th, 1976. Since then, this is the first time that these two teams have met in the postseason, and there is a lot on the line. Not only is this, of course, a big rivalry game, if Westwood wins tonight, they advance to the third round of the playoffs, which will be the deepest into the postseason this program has ever been. Hey, a lot on the line here tonight, and, uh, you know, uh, a big opponent like this, anytime you can get a playoff game, and it can be two teams that are, what, four or five miles apart, uh, you know it's going to be uh, 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 in the interest of everybody in the area for sure. And keeping on that topic of interest, you mentioned earlier, Nagani may have an edge in terms of their trial by fires. They've been in a lot of close games. They've been defeated on the field in really close ones, and They've really, really showed off some mental and physical fortitude because the end of Nagani's season was rough, to say the least. A, a brutal, brutally close two-point loss at Houghton in Week 5. Then Week 6, the Westwood matchup, of course, had to be canceled due to uh, the, Nagani, the COVID precautions the Nagani schools were taking. And then, so they weren't able to practice, weren't able to play came out last week, got their revenge against the Gladstone Braves, a team that had beat them previously, and that, mind you, they've done all this without their starting quarterback, Will Luke, who's been right. out since week two. Right, one of the best athletes has uh, not been able to continue to play this year. So, we'll get into this. Pre-game will roll on here on ESPN-UP. We'll hear from both coaches after this short break. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Are you prepared with a home fire escape plan? Only one of every three American households have developed and practiced a home fire escape plan. If a fire breaks out in your home, you may only have a few minutes to get out safely once the smoke alarm sounds. Follow these tips to keep your family safe. Make a home escape plan. Know at least two ways out of every room. Have an outside meeting place. Practice your home fire drill at night and during the day. Practice using different ways out. Teach children how to escape on their own. Close doors behind you as you leave. Get out and stay out. Never go back inside for people or pets. Call the fire department from outside your home. For more information, visit nfpa.org. This safety message brought to you by Eagle Mind. This is Justin Farley from the Bjorkenzalki Funeral Home. Being a former athlete, I always enjoy the support that has been shown throughout the local community for our local teams. Those positive cheers and endless support is a constant reminder to the athletes that their hard work does not go unnoticed. I'd like to say thank you to all of the athletes for working hard in the classroom, at practice, and in the field of play. The Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home supports and appreciates all of your efforts. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. You have better things to do than rate shop. Earn more interest and have time to make more memories with an index money market from MBank. 
Your rate adjusts automatically. When the prime rate goes up, so does your earning potential. And you have full access to your funds anytime. No rate shopping required and no terms to lock you down. Open your account today. Learn more at bankandbank.com. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. See website for full account details. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Pre-game continues here on ESPN-UP. Speaking with Westwood head coach Scott Sergela. Coach, despite the odds, despite all the challenges of this season, here we are. It's playoff football in November. How's the team doing? Oh, we're doing well. I tell you what, it feels pretty good. I'm, uh, you know, we're very fortunate and, and just thankful that we you know we get to play and with everything going on around us and you know the kids uh this is somewhat normal for them you know that and it's somewhat normal for our community and the Ghani's community too and you know just the friday night football game uh, you know crosstown rival so to speak and um you know it's about 70 degrees out right now who would have thought so it, I, we're just fortunate and happy that we can play tell us a little bit about this these past few weeks of practice getting into postseason form and getting ready for Nagani. Yeah, I, you know, I thought it went good. I, I mean, you know, as a coach, you're always nervous, you know, because we've had so much time off. And, um, you know, are we going to be ready? Are we, are, you know, are the nerves going to overtake us? And, you know, things like that. But, you know, I tell you what, we got a great group of kids. They've weathered the storm in the spring. They've weathered the storm in the, in the summer, the roller coaster of the season. And, you know, it. Uh, I'm really proud of them. This is a great group of kids. Coach, home playoff game against a big rival. Can you talk a little bit about the, the environment tonight? You know, COVID regulations obviously going to be a big factor, but what was the atmosphere around the game been like around the school and, and around the community? Uh, you know, there's always a little bit more buzz. You know, and the playoffs coming around, we're fortunate. Uh, well, everybody makes the playoffs this year, but we were fortunate enough to get a bye, and then um, now we're in the round two. And, you know, and we didn't get to play Nagani during the regular season. And, you know, uh, that's that's why the kids play athletics. You know, they, they it's competition. And, um, you know, you, you want to compete against your crosstown rivals. And, uh, you know, and then you add the playoffs to it, and, and uh, it just makes the atmosphere, atmosphere that much better. Well, Coach, you mentioned earlier this week you expect Nagani to really challenge your offense, which has yet to be slowed down by anybody you've played up to this point. What do you expect to see from the Miners defensively tonight? Well, well you know, it starts up front, i got to tell you. They're, they are big, and, uh, you know, they're well coached. Um, they got uh, good linebackers, you know, that flow to the uh, read and flow to the bow well, and their DBs can cover. They, I, I personally think they got a, a really, really good defense after watching them on film. And so, you know, I, I expect uh, hopefully a knockdown drag out battle, and, and, you know, in the end that uh, we're going to try to come out on top. Let's shift to the other side of the football now. Despite losing their starting quarterback, Will Luke, in Week 2, the Miners have not shied away from the passing attack. And their backfield tandem, they have seniors Nash Hillier, Lucas Nelson. They both have really productive seasons. Can you give us a few defensive keys to the game for the Patriots? you got to read your keys, and it's option assignment football. You know, and and uh, it starts with the fullback. If, if they get the fullback established, we're in trouble. And, you know, because then that just opens everything else up for them. Their play action, their option game. Um, um, you know, so you, you got to start with the fullback, and then you know. But behind him is, like you said, is Nash Hillier, and uh, great, great running back, and ha is having a great year, and um, fast kid, runs hard. You know, I, I like, I like how he runs. You know, that's that's uh, a coach's dream right there. You know, he finishes off plays, and and he runs hard. So we're going to have a, a tall task tonight to try and stop him. 
Coach, a win tonight would not only be a home playoff win over a big rival, but the Patriots would advance to the third round of the playoffs, the furthest the program's ever been. What would a win like that mean to you, to the kids, and to the program as a whole? We're just trying to beat Nagani. It's the second round of the playoffs. We're in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. We're fortunate enough to play, and I, I can't say that enough. I mean, you know, we weren't able to play our first game. We, there was teams I had to cancel against us, and, and uh, you know, um, that, I don't think that's on a, the kids' minds like, oh, you know, we're going to be the best ever or anything like that because, it, you know, it's a COVID year. And, um, you, you know, I'm just happy for our kids and our coaches and our fans and our community and our school that, uh, that we get to play a little football tonight and, and um, you know, and what a better atmosphere than have a playoff game against Nagani. Well, Coach, thanks so much for your time and best of luck tonight. Thank you. More after this on ESPN-UP. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color-matched finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Football season, what an exciting time, especially this year. And from first downs to touchdowns, it's all about teamwork. I'm E.J. Kostriva, Regional President of First Bank. Our commercial team is ready to assist you with your financial needs. Whether you're starting, expanding, or improving your business, the commercial team at First Bank is here to help. We'll make your business our priority. First Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The love of the game draws us to sports. As players, coaches, spectators, and officials. For officials, it's a way to stay in the game they once played. To feel the thrill of putting on the uniform, stepping out of the playing surface, hustling to make the call, and building the relationships which can only be built in sports. If you still have that love for the game, we always need new officials. Register now at MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Pre-game continues here on ESPN-UP. Speaking with Nagani head coach Paul Jacobson. Now, coach, to say that 2020 has been a season of unique challenges might be a criminal understatement. How's the team holding up? No, awesome. You know, I think these are some, some of the most resilient people I've ever been around. Um, you know, dating back to March 13th when this whole roller coaster started, uh, you know, they've had one thing in mind, and that's coming out and, and, and playing on a Friday night together. And having the opportunity to have seven games now, uh, they're fortunate. They're fortunate for every opportunity, and, and they've had a great positive attitude, and they continue to work hard. And uh, it's just been a great group of guys to be around. Coach, tell us a little bit about this week of practice, getting ready for Westwood. We're actually able to practice, which was, was something amazing. You know, we had two weeks off there, um, a lot of Zoom meetings, a lot of virtual stuff, a lot of virtual film breakdown. Uh, you know, we, of course, we missed the first matchup with Westwood, and then uh, missed last week with Gladstone as far as practice goes. So it was good actually back in a field with these guys and, and uh, doing what we love to do. Well, Coach, it was a tough end to the regular season for your guys. A close loss against Houghton in Week 5. 
followed by the unfortunate cancellation you mentioned of the Westwood game in Week 6. But you guys rebounded and knocked off Gladstone last week, who themselves beat you in back in Week 2. Can you talk a little bit about your success in that Gladstone rematch and about the um, the fortitude of the guys to, to rebound from a setback like that? I think the biggest thing is, is just the attitude of the guys. You know, they knew that in the first matchup we had some things not go our way, uh, you know, some key turnovers that we had, and, and they came on. I think for the most part, played mistake free. Uh, you know, they played, they played hard, they played with emotion, they played together, which is huge at this time of the year. You know, especially when that's what's been going on for them to come and go as a team uh, at this time of year is is, is fortunate. Coach, Westwood's offense has been virtually unstoppable up to this point. They've scored touchdowns on 15 out of the last 19 offensive possessions. Three of those unsuccessful tries were stopped as a result of the game clock and not the opposing defense. What are some keys to slow down the Westwood offense? I don't know. We're going to play good assignment football, first of all. You know, that's the key, I think, is, is make sure that, uh, you know, every guy's in the 111th and uh, they're doing the best of their ability. You know, if we can, if we can maintain a, a discipline defensively, you know, hopefully we can slow these guys down a little bit. Shifting the focus to the other side of the football now, what are some keys to getting the offense going early and getting the team dialed in in a hostile environment? Execution, you know, um, that's the biggest thing. That's been our kind of our ups and downs this year is make sure we're executing and doing it right. Um, you know, a part, a part of our, our defense scheme is make sure we have the ball, and, and that's that, that comes between the tackles. That means means being good up front, playing a good assignment football, and and, uh, and coming down here running hard at, at our back. So, you know, we obviously have a tall task at hand. And coach, this rivalry has been traditionally lopsided in the minors' favor, but not so recently. Westwood's won the last three games on the field, four if you count the the forfeit as in terms of MHSA records from the week six. Is how much, if at all, is revenge on the mind tonight? Yeah, I don't know about so much revenge. You know, I, I look at you know, West has had some tremendous ball players come through here with with uh, John Beckman's boy that's not playing up at Tech. You got Sam Gillis, who was one of the best linemen I've seen come through here in a long time, and, and unsung hero Adam Bergman. I mean, he's, he was incredible. Um, never seen a guy run higher block like he had, and. Uh, tremendous linebackers. They've had some good kids come through, you know, no question about it. You got, uh, uh, he would, Blake Hewitt, another kid that comes to mind, but, you know, revenge, uh, it, it, it's, revenge seems so negative. You know, we've tried to really, really maintain a positive attitude to this whole thing and, um, be fortunate for every opportunity we have. And it's a great, beautiful night tonight in Westwood Field and we have another opportunity to play together and doing something we love to do. Of course, thanks so much for your time and best of luck tonight. All right, thank you much. More after this on ESPN UP. Hello, this is Scott Corkin from Active Physical Therapy, your only locally owned and operated physical therapy choice for Marquette and Ishpermine. We have worked hard to provide a safe, comfortable environment for patients during this coronavirus pandemic. But apart from the safety protocols we have in place, you can still expect the best physical therapy available with the most experienced therapists in the region. Buying local doesn't mean you give up quality. At Active, you get the best of all worlds. Remember, you have a choice for physical therapy. Choose local, choose active. Find us at stayactiveup.com. If you are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Patriots, Hematites, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other high-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to specially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats to feature that logo? You got it. Go in to see the Hometown Touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you and for all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. Wilderness Sports, downtown Ishpeming. 
You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to the West End. Alongside Dave Bose, I'm Max Stevens. We'll be bringing you all the action here tonight for tonight's round two playoff game between the Nagani Miners and the Westwood Patriots. We're just a couple of minutes away from kickoff and the national anthem at this point. The Westwood Patriots won the coin toss and elected to defer to the second half. So they will kick things off to get this game started when we get to that point. But first, again, we want to walk you through a couple hypotheticals. The conditions for tonight's game, beautiful. Temperature mid-60s. The lows tonight are in the mid to upper 50s. So should be an uncharacteristically warm, but beautiful nonetheless, night for football in November in the Upper Peninsula. The winner of tonight's game will advance to play the winner of Calumet and Menominee. They're going at it at the same time we are, of course, the difference being they're in central time. And if Westwood wins and Calumet wins, Westwood will host Calumet. But if Menominee wins and Westwood wins, the Patriots will have to go on the road. Down on the road to the unfriendly uh, territory of the Menominee Maroons. We mentioned that would be the furthest into the postseason that this Westwood program has ever been. This is their 10th playoff appearance. They've made the playoffs nine times previously, seven times exited in the first round, twice exited in the second round in 2017. It was a 25-16 loss to Lake City that did the trick, and all the way back in 2009, was the other second-round appearance, and that was a 38 nothing shutout loss at the hands of Ishpeming. But for, for Nagani, it, it's a bit of a different narrative. I mean, this is a really storied program, and they're looking to not only reestablish dominance in this rivalry, but make another deep postseason push. I mean, if they win the game tonight, they'll get to the, to the third round for the first time since 2013. Yeah, and it's been more, uh, you know, Certainly the playoffs has been uh, something that uh, Coach Sergio has been no stranger to, having made it for the five years of him being at the helm. And Coach Sergio has done a, a, a lot, a whole awful lot, to really build this to build this program up to, to what it is today. And Coach Sergio, you know, five out of the past six years, playoff appearances. In fact, throw in this year, you know, everybody made the playoffs, but a playoff appearance is a playoff appearance that's, Six for the last seven, and, you know, in talking to Coach Sergio this week, I asked him, I said, you know, Coach, a win win tonight, the program goes further than it ever has before, and every time, Coach is downplayed. He just refuses to look ahead. He's not looking ahead at the program. He's certainly not looking ahead at that Calumet-Menominee game either. No, I think he's more interested in just trying to win the neighborhood. Uh, as uh, Coach Terms, and he, he kind of kind of started that uh, since he came up. It's important to try and win the neighborhood, and uh, without that opportunity to have played them in the regular season today, you know, it feels a little bit, you know, this time of year, this kind of weather, it does feel like the last game of the year rather than uh, two two rounds in the second round of the playoffs, certainly, you know, and uh, to have Nagani up here and be in the same playoff bracket, you know, we got some things that are a little different this year, but... Uh, you know, we got great seats for it. Uh, you know, we had a little bit of a, <clears throat> you can hear the band and stuff now, but we had a little bit of a unique situation. Both of the teams had lined up on the sidelines. There was still 10 minutes left before uh, the clock would run down and give a chance everybody to get in here and stuff like that. These kids are ready to go. <laughs> they said enough of the pomp and circumstance. Let's just hike the ball and play some football yeah, already. These kids, these coaches, everybody was it was ready to go. They were lined up. Play the anthem. Let's do it. It was 10 to 7. So <laughs> I don't know that I've seen that in a lot of years of broadcasting. And 
that's really just been one of the circumstances and, and one of the conditions of this unique season. Unique, of course, putting it delicately, yeah. but Coach Sergio said it himself, and, and so did Coach Jacobson, just... Every Friday, you actually get to be on the field and play football. You consider yourself lucky. Win or lose, you're just happy you get to play. I thought both coaches, you know, answered that and spoke very well in their interviews about just just the gift that this game is and having the opportunity to play. You're, you're winning right there, you know, and just to be able to play uh, in, a, in a season like this, uh, you, know, you never know which one's going to be your last, so you got to get out there and do it. Not only you never know when it's going to be your last, but incredibly, we mentioned earlier, this is this is a first. These two teams met for the first time on September 10th, 1976. They've played 44 times since then. They've only had one game decided by forfeit, and that was just two weeks ago. But this is the first playoff meeting yeah. between what's, these two what's schools. A, what's the math on that? 44 years? <laughs> this is the... <laughs> Am I, am I doing that right? Quick 40, math. Uh, I was told there would be yeah. no math. Yeah. But right. Quick math would suggest yeah. that you are correct. Though, yeah, right? yes. 44 years. That's beyond what I can count on my hands and toes. So, <laughs> but I, th- I think that's right, you know, and that is that is significant. That is amazing. And like you said, what a great thing to have happen, you know, to be able to live this close, have these communities this close, and get a game like this. I think that's great. And it just has never worked out in the past, you know. For, for a lot of years, Westwood was really not in a position to be making the playoffs year in and year out as they are now and when they were you know Nagani has shifted around in divisions they were in division five for a while they were in division seven and now the two the stars have a line they're both in division six in a year where everyone gets a playoff berth because of covid and now here we are westwood high school two storied rivals meeting for the 47th time, the first time in the playoffs, winner goes to round three to face the winner of Calumet and Menominee. We'll try and get you score updates on that game as much as we can throughout the evening. And, of course, folks, we'd like to remind you that today's broadcast is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and ESPN-UP. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSA and ESPN-UP. And, Dave, you know, there's a, there's a lot to be said despite the pandemic going on and despite the, the uncertainty and all the trials and tribulations of this season. The band is here. The community is here as much as can be with COVID <laughs> regulations. Right. Yeah. And it feels like playoff football. Feels like playoff football. That's uh, certainly right. And another great game that you mentioned, you know, Calumet and Menominee getting to uh, there's another great uh great game that this uh, crazy season has given us uh, you know uh, I think that's a situation where Calumet was able to beat Menominee last year in the playoffs and uh, you know you know Menominee wants uh, wants that back in a in a big way and you know there's just it, it, the ground is the the stage is set to uh, hopefully get two good uh, football contests for everybody that's kind of been deprived of football here uh, this year most certainly at least at the high school level six game schedule but often not that many games played. I think, you know, the Patriots were a great example of that, having only played three actual football games in the regular season, you know. So, you know, no scrimmage, and, uh, you know, maybe we have some fresh bodies down there. They sure look like they were both ready to go. We <laughs> were lining up for the anthem ten minutes early, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens here. Absolutely. And, and you know, to, to your point, Dave, neither one of these teams got the full six-game schedule. Nagani played their first five weeks, 
Their only cancellation was week six against Westwood. Westwood, on the other hand, was not so lucky. Their first game of the season against Iron Mountain had to be canceled due to a lack of just available and healthy bodies for the Westwood Patriots. The other two games had to be, (laughs) excuse me, canceled due to COVID precautions, the opposing school districts moving to online-only formats in order to accommodate COVID precautions. Of course, that, above all, has been the focus of this football season, and that's why we haven't seen much football. But we're here now. It's November, playoff football in the UP. And with that, we're ready for the national anthem here in the West End, so we'll step aside, kick off for Miners and Patriots. Coming up right after this break, you're listening to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call time out. You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop right on US 41 in Ishpeming. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth Program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth Program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette welcome high school playoffs with these deals. Black Angus New York Strip Steaks for $6.96 a pound. Black Angus Boneless Sirloin Tip Steaks for $3.99 a pound. Smithfield Boneless or Stuffed Pork Chops $1.99 a pound. Locally grown russet potatoes, 5 pounds for $0.99, cents, limit of 1. And Hills Brothers 23 to 31 ounce coffee, selected varieties, $3.99 with an in-store coupon. Prices are good through Saturday November 14th at your local Super One stores. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Ladies and gentlemen, the Star-Spangled Banner recalls our past, an ongoing fight for freedom, freedom of diversity, and our responsibility to promote respect and equality for all. Let us be united in those efforts today as we join together in the singing of our national anthem by Westwood Patriots, Voices in Motion.
The National Anthem has concluded, as have the pregame festivities. We're now ready for kickoff here in the West End. Alongside my broadcast partner, Dave Bowes, I'm Max Stevens. We'll be bringing you all the action here from the West End tonight. Twelve minutes are on the clock, and we're just about ready to go between Myers and Patriots. Now remember, the Patriots did win the coin toss prior to this game. They deferred, so kicking things off to start the contest will be the Westwood Patriots. It'll be the Miners offense taking the field first, captained by Gerald Johnson, who did not begin the season as the starter. The starter to start the year was Will Luke, number 14, the senior, who unfortunately suffered an injury very early on in the season, and the reins have since been turned over to Johnson, who has not shied away from anything, and neither has the Miners offense from the passing attack. Last week, on the road, aired it out 13 times in a playoff win over Gladstone. Now here come the Miners now. Special teams are set. It's Zach Carlson, the senior, lining up to boot this one away. The whole community has been looking forward to this one all week. And now finally, the hour is upon us. We wait for Carlson. There's the signal. Ball on the 40. Here's the jog and the squib. Fielded, muffed a bit by the Miners, but now recovered cleanly by Nash Hillier, who's playing on that second level. There's a big scrum. And the Miners will take over on their own 41-yard line to start this contest. Out comes Gerald Johnson, and out comes the Nagani offense. Miners have relied a lot on their senior backfield tandem, of course, Nash Hillier and Lucas Nelson. The two men carrying the load on the ground for the Miners. Rushing attack this season. They line up to start in the eye. Nelson the fullback. Hillier the deep man. Johnson under center. Here's the snap. It's to Hillier. Tries to go right up the middle, and the Patriots right there to drive him back. No gain at all on the first play from scrimmage. For the Nagani Miners, and who else but Garrett Mann was rushing back there, the first man to meet him. Boy, met him and met him quick in the hole. Man, clean that up real quick. They'll give forward progress to Hillier one yard, so second down and nine coming up here for the Nagani Miners. They go back to the I formation. Nelson the fullback, Hillier the deep man. This time it's to Nelson, and he trudges through a nice hole up the B-gap, but quickly there to meet him are the Westwood Patriots. A little bit more of a significant gain on that play, though. Looked like about four yards. Travis Uren brings him down just beyond the line of scrimmage, and it brings up a third and four from the 47-yard line. Just under 11 minutes to play here in the first quarter. Scoreless in the opening of this ballgame. I formation again for the Miners. They go back up. No, they fake it to the fullback. And Hillier can't find any space at all to the outside either. The Patriots come up with a huge stop. And it's Travis Uren again, the first man to meet Hillier. Boy, and that's going to make it fourth and fourth and a good six yards. And it looks like the punt, uh, punt team is coming out here for Nagani. Westwood on their opening defensive possession draws a line in the sand 
pretty straight up from Nagani how they played it. They just wanted to see, uh, you know, how could that big line move this move this Patriot front. No trickery here from Nagani as Johnson handles the punting duties and boots it deep. A nice punt, too, as it trickles down and is down by the Miners at the Westwood 22-yard line. Let's see if uh, Coach Sergio does the same thing and uh, sticks with the sticks with the bread and butter. And this isn't something we've seen too often for the Patriots. It's not often that they have bad field position. I mean, their defense has been all over opposing offenses, and special teams have been big for the Patriots as well. But here's the first appearance for the Patriots. Who else but Zach Carlson and Garrett Mann are the two men in the backfield? Two guys split out behind the line of scrimmage near to the right side. Quick snap up the middle. Fights forward for maybe a good three, maybe four yards. A little more of a gain than we thought. Almost five or six. Nothing nothing too complicated about that. That was right up the gut. Zach Carlson just taking the snap and charging forward immediately. Officially give him six yards on the play. Second down and four from the 28. Just under nine and a half to play. Still scoreless here in the West End. This time two men out split behind the line of scrimmage on the near side. It's Carlson again. Tries to go left. And this time there's not much doing. He's out to the 30. So he picks up about two. Third and three maybe. We've hit the nine-minute mark in the opening quarter. And you'd like to remind you folks, we're also live on Facebook. If you'd like to catch the video stream of tonight's action, ESPN-UP broadcasting this game on Facebook Live as well. They've officially marked it third down and three. Here come the Patriots. Same formation. You're in. Behind the line of scrimmage and to the left. Direct snap to Carlson. Cutting up field, hurdling a man. And his forward progress is going to give him the first down. Carlson with some acrobatics. Athletic move by Carlson. He got up in the air. Jumped right over a Nagani defender. Carlson knew he didn't need much. And he fought forward for just enough for a fresh set of downs. Patriots move the sticks. 8.20 to go in the opening quarter. Nothing, nothing. Carlson and Mann, hip to hip in the shotgun. Travis Uren split out to the right and just two yards in front of them. This one's to Zach Carlson. He goes right, hesitates, comes back up the middle, gets to the second level, fights through some contact, and is brought down at the 40-yard line. He picks up five on first down. Boy, how about this Patriot line against this? enormous Nagani defensive front. These are big kids. We heard, we heard Coach Sergio talking about it in the pregame. They're going to have to deal with Nagani's size they are, so far. They are dwarfing the Patriots in size out there. And to his credit, Zach Carlson has been very patient. He's been waiting for his blocks to develop and taking what the defense gives him. This time Carlson's in motion as it's Mann and Uren in the backfield. This one's to Mann. Flags fly in from both side judges. As man picks up about two yards, but this one could potentially be coming back. Sure if we had somebody lined up, somebody moving. 
both flags flew in from opposite sides of the field, but they flew in immediately after the ball was snapped. So we'll see the officiating crews talking things over with Coach Jacobson and now over to inform Coach Sergela, and it is an illegal shift against the Westwood Patriots, so that'll back them up five yards. Maybe a couple in motion when maybe someone went into motion and when uh, Carlson went in motion, we had another player moving maybe. 7-17 on the clock in the opening quarter. We're still scoreless here in the West End. The winner of this contest advances to face the winner of tonight's game between Calumet and Menominee for the district championship. So after the penalty, it's second down and 10 from the Westwood 35. Carlson and man hip-to-hip in the shotgun. This one's to Carlson. He's rolling and throwing and just out of the reach of his intended target, Travis Uren. Matt Skews was in coverage, and that brings up a third down and long. Boy, I think if he could have, he couldn't set his feet because I think he had goals down the down the sideline, and he had a step on him. Good pursuit by the uh, miners, though. He couldn't couldn't set up and get enough on it, so he went for the short throw and just put it out of reach of uh, of Travis Uren. Carlson was forced, flushed out of the pocket, and throwing on the run. Third down and ten for the Westwood Patriots. This is the sixth play of the drive. Carlson and Mann hip to hip. Everyone else down on the offensive line or just a yard short. Carlson again is going to look to throw. This time he's got plenty of time. Now goes back to the right side and he's going to take off himself. Bounces to the outside. First down and more. He's across the 50 before he's brought down. Just shy of the 45. A huge Scramble from Zach Carlson extends the drive. Wait, Carlson with a Lamar Jackson-esque play got flushed to the left, realized he had time, ran back to the right, and picked up the first down with his legs. I think there was a miscommunication. I think there was somebody that should have been out in that pattern, and they weren't, and that's who Carlson was looking for. So he had to take off because it looked like Costa despite the gain, was upset <laughs> but what a quick adjustment from carlson realized well there you know the guy who's supposed to be over there is not but at least that means he had some open space and he used it to make the play under six and a half now first and ten with the patriots in minors territory at the 47 you're in motion this one's to garrett mann tries to bounce to the outside escapes one would-be tackler but he holds on to him long enough for minors reinforcements to arrive it was Lucas Nelson, the first man to try and wrap up Garrett Mann. He couldn't bring him down, but he held him off long enough for the troops to come in and back him up. Maybe lost a half yard, did man. It'll officially be counted as second down and 10. Still scoreless here in the opening quarter with 6.08 to play. Again, this is the 47th all-time meeting between these two programs, the first in the postseason. And now Coach Sergela, not liking what he sees, he's going to burn his first time out. 5.57 on the clock in the opening quarter, and Coach Sergela burns timeout number one. Yeah, not a... Not, uh, it's not a problem for Coach Sergela to burn a quick timeout when he sees something he doesn't like out there. He, uh, he 
always has good use of those timeouts, and there's usually very few in his pocket at the end of a game. So he likes to talk it over with the kids, make sure everyone's on the same page. Well, no sense in saving him. A man much wiser than myself once said, <laughs> timeouts are not like cell phone minutes. They do not roll over. They do not roll over. Agreed. Did you know that First Bank has offices in Ishpeming and Marquette and seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at first-bank.com, or better yet, stop in soon and meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community. First Bank, it's all about people. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. The Bjork and Zoki Funeral Home supports the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. Big shout-outs to all of our sponsors this evening who make our continued broadcast of Westwood football possible here in the postseason. Embers Credit Union is ready to serve you in Marquette, Nagani, Gwynn, Munising, and Trenary. Embers Credit Union, live it up. What a start this has been for the Patriots offensively. Facing the threat of an early third and out. Zach Carlson makes the big play with his legs. Patriots are in minors territory. Now out of the timeout and ready to resume. Second down in 10 from the Nagani 47. 5.57 on the game clock in the opening quarter. And we'll see what the Patriots cooked up here. Carlson and Mann hip to hip in the gun. Your end motioning out to the left side. They'll go that way with a direct snap to Garrett Mann. He cuts back up the middle, fights for some extra yards through contact. And he's down out to the 40. Yeah, that looks like there's an adjustment to that formation. You know, he's moved some kids. It's a double-wing set that he looked like he came out of there. And uh, I think Coach Sergio saw something in terms of how Nagani was defending our run. You know, that looks like an adjustment to me. A quick heads up from Garrett Mann to make that cut. It was Preston Toutant who tripped him up. Otherwise, Mann had a lot of room to run up the middle there. Preston Toutant, big boy. Third down and four from the Miners, 41. Uren in motion once again. They look back his way with Garrett Mann one more time. It fights through some contact, breaks free to the outside. He's through to the secondary, across the 30, down to the 25. Another huge third down pickup for the Westwood Patriots, and the drive continues. Just grinding on the clock here as the Patriots, and that's Patriot, uh, that's Patriot ball. Uh, that's been a product of something that we've seen from uh, Coach Sergela and his staff since uh, he arrived up here. Just long, grinding drives. The Patriots have been ruthlessly efficient. Across their past couple of games, they've scored on 15 of their past 19 offensive possessions. Trying to make that 16 for 20 right here. Just under five to play in the opening quarter. Still scoreless. Westwood trying to change that. They're knocking on the door of the red zone. First and 10 from the 24, direct snap to Garrett Mann, who's up the middle and down to the 20-yard line. And boy, he would have had some space. You know, I, I, I don't understand why Nagani is so spread when the Patriots have been running, you know, barely outside the guards, let alone outside the tackles here. They look like they're spread to try and uh, race to the corner here. And I understand you need to respect the Patriot speed that they have, but this, is, this has been lining up and coming right at you. And it was thanks to Parker Kane, who just barely was able to trip up Garrett Mann, that he didn't break free for a touchdown. Now inside the red zone are the Patriots. Another direct snap to Garrett Mann, going right back up the middle. And this time, the yeah. Miners were ready for it. Not I, much doing. I like the I like the play call, though. I'm I'm going to run up the middle until you stop it up the middle. 
Forward progress will give Garrett Mann a gain of one yard, and that brings up third and one from the 15. Did you do a measurement? That looked like some type of official timeout I saw. The officials are congregating around the football. And it doesn't look like he's close. Right? Okay. You just oh. want to take a look at it from, from the, the ref, want to take a look at it right from the ball. Officials did briefly meet to talk it over and electing not to bring out the chain game. Third and short. 3.40 on the clock. Need to get past the 14. They're on the 15 right now. With Man is going to look to throw. He's got all day. Fires to the end zone, and it's picked off. Disastrous turn of events for the Westwood Patriots. And who else but Brenton Bellinger makes the interception in the end zone, and that kills the Patriot drive. Big play for Bellinger right there. I think he had an interception in the Gladstone game, if I'm not mistaken, as well. It's him and Max Churik who have really been controlling things defensively for the Miners. So that halts a 12-play march all the way into the Nagani red zone. And now Bellinger did run it out. So the Miners are taking over in a precarious position from their own three. Lucas Nelson, they go with the fullback dive, just trying to get some more breathing room. He picks up two yards. Miners went three and out the first time they had the football. Thanks to that interception in the end zone. We got three minutes on the clock. Still in a scoreless game in the opening quarter from the West End. I formation for the Miners. One man split out wide. Option. Pitch to Hillier. Tries to cut back up the field, and he does. Makes two men miss. But right there to wrap him up is Luke Olson. Very nice recovery from the junior linebacker, and he makes the play. Big third down here for the Miners. Deep in their own end still. Miners need to get to the 14 for a first down. They're on their own 11 right now. 2.15 on the clock. Miners in danger of a second consecutive three and out. I mean, you got to imagine they punt the football again if, if they don't get it here, right? I know it's a short yardage situation, but early on in a playoff game, you can't be giving the Patriots the ball this close to the end zone. Eye formation, another man in motion for the Miners. They keep it. No, fake it. It's Johnson cutting upfield, and he's got space. Johnson's in the clear, trying to check, catch up to him. Is Michael Buzino, and he does, but not before Johnson makes a huge pickup out across the 30. First down, Nagani. Big play for Nagani right there. They were in a hole. They had to get out of that hole. And how about the heads up on the option from Gerald Johnson? It looked like he was handing it off to the fullback. Nelson all the way. He pulls it out at the last second. And scampers for big yardage. Under two minutes to go in the opening quarter now. Fresh set of downs for the Miners at their own 32. This is playoff football in the West End. I formation with one man split out into the slot. Now going in motion is Matt Skews to the far side. Johnson looking to throw, airing it out downfield. He's got the big man. No, he was trying to get it to Eli Locola. 
but Travis Uran was right there in coverage and smacked that ball out of his hands. Yeah, there's no chance. He might have a height advantage, but he's certainly not going to be able to run away from Travis Uran. He was with him step for step. And it looked like Lokla actually had the pass, and he, as he was coming down with he did. it, Uren was able to just get his hands in there and tear the ball away. A huge heads-up play from the junior, Travis Uren. And to your point, I mean... Modest. Lokola stands at 6'5", 220. Yeah. Uren, not even close. But when you make plays like that, you can negate that height differential a little bit. Yeah, he, he played it well. He didn't leave his feet. He waited for him to come down with it and just stayed in stride with him. And well played by Travis Uren. Second down and 10 with a minute 16 to play in the opening quarter. Miners sending Bellinger in motion to the far side. I formation. Johnson runs the option again. Pitch back to Hillier, tries to get around Uren. He evades the tackle, but Uren shoves him out of bounds for a short game. And boy, Travis Uren, how about the junior? All over the field tonight. Yeah, quite a motor, too. He can, he can pick him up and put him down and cover a lot of ground. They give him five yards on the second down rush by Nash Hillier. So third down and five from the 37. Minute and ten seconds on the clock in the opening quarter with no score. Another big third down here for the Miners early on in this contest. And, you know, Coach Sergio predicted before the game we were in for a dogfight tonight. And through the first ten minutes, that's exactly what we've got. Philip Nelson is going in motion, but this play is going to be blown dead. Uh, Timeout. Nagani. Coach Jacobson wants to talk this one over. Oh, big play. He's got to put it down here, and he's got to get it because they're still too deep to uh, give, the, give it over to the Patriots the way the Patriots were able to move the ball. Super One Foods and Nagani and Marquette support the players in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood is Super One Foods. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logos of your favorite school, Wilderness Sports, downtown Ishpeming. Peninsula Glass and Auto knows there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of that car to you now is a fair price. Peninsula Glass and Auto sales looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. Offices in Marquette, Ishpeming, and now Nagani. Visit them at stayactiveup.com for more information. We'd like to thank all of our sponsors making our continued broadcasts of Westwood Patriot Athletics possible. Minute and ten here in the opening quarter from the West End. We're still scoreless. In a quick recap, the Miners got the ball to start this contest after the Patriots won the coin toss in the first. A quick three and out. The Patriots went on a 12-play 80-yard march towards Nikoni's end zone, and it was a pick five yards deep in the end zone that stopped the drive. And now the Miners, we're already almost all the way through the first quarter, and this is just the second possession for the Miners. This first quarter has been moving remarkably fast. Here we go. Minute 10 on the clock. Third down and five. From the 37. Philip Nelson in motion with the I formation. 
Johnson with the option. Pitch to Hillier. He's got space on the outside. He turns on the Jets. He's got a first down just shy of the 50. And boy, Gerald Johnson has been lethal with his decision-making in the option up to this point. Yeah, it looks like a missed assignment there for somebody for the Patriots. Some, some level of confusion as to who had pitched there because they just used speed to run him down. He was in the clear. And a tall task that is to run down a player of the caliber of Nash Hillier, the 5'9", 165-pound senior. First down and 10. Fresh set of downs on their own, 48. Matt Skews is split out to the near side, but they keep it on the ground with Lucas Nelson, the fullback. He fights just across midfield for a pickup of two, maybe three yards. Forty-five seconds on the game clock here in quarter number one, and the Miners are going to have to snap the football one more time before we move to the second frame of action. This will be the eighth play of this drive. Again, just a gorgeous night here in the West End. Nice and warm, uncharacteristically so for November. Johnson barking out orders. One man split out to the near side. That's Bellinger. He's going in motion to the far side. Keeping it on the ground. Johnson looking to throw. He's airing it out way downfield. Caught! Yuren can't make the play this time. And breaking away is Eli Lokola for the game's first touchdown. Boy, and Johnson hung in there and delivered that pass, and he took a shot. Forty-nine yard touchdown pass from Gerald Johnson to Eli Lokolo. They almost had that play just a couple of snaps ago, but Travis Uren broke it up. Unable to knock the football away from Lokolo this time, though he came close as now the Miners will attempt an extra point try. Kicking this one up and right through the uprights is Philip Nelson. And with just four seconds. On the clock in quarter number one, it's 7 nothing Nagani. Boy, and that capped a 99-yard drive because he came out with that interception and was tackled almost on a one-yard line, maybe the two-yard line. 97 yards by my count. Three, three third-down conversions on that, on that drive? Two third down conversions and a score on the score on second down. Mm-hmm. Great drive for the Nagani Miners. A needed drive. You know, you're coming up to someone else's place. You just, you know, almost had them scoring. Yeah, kid made a great play in the end zone for you. Capitalizing on that. Good momentum swing for the Nagani Miners right there. Absolutely. Brenton Bellinger's interception in the end zone. Huge play. You went, you know, it's 14 point turnaround potentially. Congratulations to the Westwood Patriots from Meyer Yamaha, proud booster of the Pats. Willie's Tire Shop rallying behind the Patriots. And Mullen Service in Ishpeming also behind the Patriots and thrilled to support them. Good luck in the playoffs. Good luck to the Patriots football team. You have represented the community well. Miners lined up to kick this one away. With just four seconds on the clock, they squid it. Uran lets it roll by him. Somebody's got a fall on it. Patriots 
unable to do so. It's Nagani football. A special team's miscommunication allows Matt Skews to fall on the football. And boy, this is a backbreaker for the Patriots here still with just 4.1 on the clock in the first quarter. Huge. We're used to seeing that from the uh, Patriots. A little bit of their own medicine right there. Who's going to get it? Looked like a campfire around the football. That ball still had a lot of velocity on it as it was scooting by Travis Uren. He decides to let the man behind him play it. The problem was Carlson didn't get the memo and Skews beat everybody else to the football. Now Skews is lined up to the near side as the Miners go back to the I formation. Nelson the fullback, Hillier the deep man. They keep it on the ground with Nelson, who gets tripped up just past the line of scrimmage. Falls forward for a gain of four yards, and that concludes the first quarter of action. At the end of one, Nagani Miners 7, Westwood Patriots 0. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Hello, this is Scott Corkin from Active Physical Therapy, your only locally owned and operated physical therapy choice for Marquette and Ishpermine. We have worked hard to provide a safe, comfortable environment for patients during this coronavirus pandemic. But apart from the safety protocols we have in place, you can still expect the best physical therapy available with the most experienced therapists in the region. Buying local doesn't mean you give up quality. At Active, you get the best of all worlds. Remember, you have a choice for physical therapy. Choose local, choose active. Find us at stayactiveup.com. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette welcome high school playoffs with these deals. Black Angus New York Strip Steaks for $6.96 a pound. Black Angus Boneless Sirloin Tip Steaks for $3.99 a pound. Smithfield Boneless or Stuffed Pork Chops $1.99 a pound. Locally grown russet potatoes, 5 pounds for $0.99, cents, limit of 1. And Hills Brothers 23 to 31 ounce coffee selected varieties, $3.99 with an in-store coupon. Prices are good through Saturday November 14th at your local Super One stores. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to the West End. We're just about ready for quarter number two alongside Dave Bowes. I'm Max Stevens. Thanks for joining us here on ESPN-UP or on the ESPN-UP Facebook live stream. You can check that out for video stream. Second down and six. It's another handoff to Lucas Nelson right up the middle out of the I formation. He fights forward for another four-yard pickup. It'll bring down a third up and short. Again, just before we left you for the break between quarters, the Miners scored a touchdown with four seconds left on the clock in the first quarter and then fell on the kick that just rolled away from every available Patriot to fall on it. They've got it in great field position. They're knocking on the door of the red zone right now. Lined up right on the 20. Here it is. Another handoff right up the middle to Nelson. Fights through some contact, and boy, it's going to be close. Looks like it's a tough angle for us, but it looks like he's got it from here. 
Shane Gang has yet to move. Yep, and there's the signal. Down. Nelson converts, and it's a fresh set of downs for the Miners. Right on the... On the 20? On the 15. Excuse me. Fifteen. Just under 11 minutes to go here in the second quarter. 7-0 Miners looking to add to that lead right here. I formation. This one's to the deep man, Hillier. Tries to bounce to the outside to the right. Cuts up the field. Across the 10 and forced out of bounds. Just shy of the first down marker. Actually knocked down the first down marker. Actually, they're going to say Hillier stepped out before he got near the marker. What, the nine-yard line is that? They do mark him out of bounds at the nine, so it'll be second down and four for the Miners coming up right here. This will be the fifth play of this drive that started at the Westwood 26. Again, the Miners moving from right to left across your radio dial. One man split out in the slot to the far side. They don't go to him, though. It's Nelson again up the middle. And he's down to the five after poking through the Westwood D line. And that ball's down right at the five. We'll see here. It looks like... Yep, they're going to drop the chains and call it first down and goal. 10-19 still on the clock. Miners in prime position to make this a two-possession game. Boy, that Brenton Bellinger interception in the end zone is continuing to distance itself as the momentum swing in this game early on. And now there comes a flag. The Miners are fired up. It looks like one of the Patriots might have jumped. At the distance. Oh, there was still room to do five. Ouch. Sure enough, somebody did jump, so now the Miners first and goal from the two. The Miners got on the board with the 49-yard touchdown pass from Gerald Johnson to Eli Locola. Now Johnson's under center, sending a man in motion. That's Philip Nelson, and now Johnson calls timeout. Didn't like something he saw when he was going through his pre-snap progressions and is going to burn the second time out of the half for the Nagani Miners. It comes with 9.36 to play in the second quarter, and the Miners up 7 to nothing, facing a first and goal from the two. Midway Rentals and Sales extends a big shout-out to the patrons and wishes them good luck. Thank you, Midway Rentals and Sales. Looking for a safe and sound community bank? Look to MBank. From business loans to home mortgages and everything in between, MBank is in your corner and just around the corner. Stop in and visit any of the seven Marquette County locations. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. And Eagle Mine is looking for new members to join their team. Look for job opportunities by visiting eaglemine.com forward slash careers for more information. Miners up 7-0 here as we take a quick look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Iron Mountain and Gwynn going at it in a Division 8 contest. The Mountaineers 
out to the early 13-0 lead. That game is just into the second quarter. I'd like to extend a big shout-out to Eric Martello back at Mission Control in the ESPN studios. Keeping us up to date on the out-of-town scoreboard. Liners here with a golden opportunity to put some distance between themselves and the Patriots in the early going. Patriots were threatening to score on their first offensive possession. Brenton Bellinger made an interception in the end zone. Liners needed eight plays to go 97 yards and score. Now looking to go just 26 yards and score as they hand it off to Nelson, who can't fight through the scrum at the line of scrimmage. Oh, he is close. Real close, but the far side line judge almost immediately signals him short, and he's short by a distance imperceptible <laughs> to us up here in the booth yeah. at this distance. Yeah, it looks like the ball's almost touching the line. That football, well, I think you're going to see a sneak on a is maybe a foot away yeah. from the goal line. I'm Gerald Johnson, I'd climb in the pockets of one of those huge linemen and. Johnson in a deep squat. No, it's to Nelson, but he bounces off one would-be tackler and punches it in. 13-0 Miners with 8.53 to go in the second. Just a one-yard touchdown run. Nothing fancy, but Lucas Nelson, the senior, gets it done. Now, Philip Nelson... We'll try and convert the point after attempt and make this a 14-0 ball game. There's the snap. Good hold. It's up, up, and away. And it splits the uprights. So it's 14-0. Nagani Miners with 8.53 to go. And boy, just a pair of mistakes. Just two mistakes made by the Patriots in this game. And it's got them down 14 points in the first half. Yeah, you got to give uh, Nagani credit. They, they, they took... took uh, Took advantage of both of those opportunities. Uh, well, one of them they really had to earn. They, you know, it was an interception in the end zone, which is huge. But I mean, they had to go 99 yards there. It did, you know, with a 49 yard taking a, a big part of it in that long pass to uh, to uh, Eli there. So uh, Eli Local had dug him out of that one, and this one was just power football right at you. Um, and they were able to uh, hard running by uh, Lucas Nelson and uh, and Hillier. Did you know that First Bank has offices in Ishpeming and Marquette, and seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at first-bank.com, or better yet, stop in soon and meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community. First Bank, it's all about people. And Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logos of your favorite schools. Wilderness Sports, downtown Ishpeming. Now we're ready for the Miners to come out and boot this one away. The Patriots have got to tighten things up on special teams. Picking up a BB&B stand out there now. After you've had one, we've watched other teams go through this. You know, you're thinking about it now. Patriots were able to convert multiple recoveries like that against both Lance and Gogebic. The last two games of their regular season. Now Philip Nelson, another squib. This time, Uren 
squeezes past him, but he falls on it alongside Garrett Mann, yeah. not taking any chances there. Oh, Just I think that was full directions. Get on the ball and get on your player that's on the ball. So now with 8.53 on the clock in quarter number two, and the Patriots down 14 to nothing. This is just the second time the Westwood offense has touched the football. They marched nearly 80 yards for a touchdown on their first score on their first drive, but that Garrett Mann interception in the back of the end zone, the huge play made by Brenton Bellinger for the Miners, has been the difference up to this point. Shut down a 12-play drive that started at their own 22. Patriots find themselves in a similar position here, taking over from their own 30. Carlson and Mann are hip-to-hip. It's Carlson rolling to the near side, slinging it out wide, in and out of the hands of Jack Bowes. It's second down and 10. Carlson forced to throw on the run once again, this time pass just a little behind Jack Bowes. Yeah, that was a tough one. That one had some heat on it, too. Carlson put some zip on that. I'm a little surprised to, to see the Patriots be throwing the football this often. I, I mean, I, I know they've only thrown it, you know, maybe three, four times, but when the, run, when the rushing attack was working as effectively as it was on that opening drive... I'm a little surprised to see Coach Sergela throwing so many curveballs here in the opening frames. 8.46 on the clock. Patriots trailing 14-0. Second down and 10 from the 30. Direct snap to Carlson. He cuts this one upfield, fighting through all sorts of contact and a first down for Carlson. It took three minors to bring him down. It was Mann. Check that. It was Garrett Mann on the direct snap. Huge power from the senior. Needed three white jerseys to bring him down, and he fought through a pair more just to get that far, but he moves the sticks out to the 42. Garrett Mann and Zach Carlson hip-to-hip in the shotgun. Now Mann moving up to make some adjustments. He just barked something into the ear of Travis Uren, and now Coach Sergio is going to call timeout, perhaps a miscommunication occurring for the Patriots before that snap. 8-10 on the clock here in quarter number two. Miners lead this one 14-0 over the Westwood Patriots. Patriots got to get a score. They got to get something going here. You don't want to give the ball back to the Miners. The Miners, you catch the Miners starting to have fun, and you're in a lot of trouble. This is a Miners team that has bounced back from incredible adversity at the end of their season, suffered a tough, nail-biting home loss, at the, or road loss, excuse me, at the hands of the Houghton Gremlins in Week 5. Week 6, they were supposed to play the Westwood Patriots. That game ended up being canceled due to Nagani schools moving online due to COVID precautions. Miners barely had a chance to practice together even before their playoff matchup against the Gladstone Braves who beat the Miners back in week two. They came out, they won that game, they earned their chance to dethrone the Patriots, hand them their first loss on the field of the season, and thus far they've pitched a strong game. Yeah, you got it. Everything is going uh, 
to plan for Paul Jacobson and his uh, his staff here tonight. You know, you got two scores up already. Went into someone's house. You got on the board first. That's always huge. It's such an emotional game. You know, you're coming off that big emotion from last week. Uh, and this is certainly going the way Paul Jacobson wants it to go right here. Um, Patriots on this drive have got a they've got to suck up some clock again in here, and they gotta they gotta stick one in the end zone before this is over. There's the whistle, and we're ready to return to play. First down and 10 from the 42 with 8-10 on the clock. Luke Mariuzza in the backfield alongside Garrett Mann. Out of the gun, the direct snaps to Mann. He's going right up the middle, and he is met immediately. Going nowhere fast is Garrett Mann, thanks to Finn Helpy. Maybe a yard, maybe two yards. They'll give him a yard on the play. And Helpy, a textbook tackle, just got him right below the lace, wrapped up his legs, and man was going nowhere fast on that first down rush. Second down and nine now for the Patriots with seven and a half to play in the first half. Trailing 14-nothing. Money formation. Two men down behind the line of scrimmage. Mariuzza out to the left. Now Yuren motioning to the right side. Snap back. It's to Carlson rolling right looking to throw. Throws deep down the field. Almost picked off. I'll tell you, if Jack Bowles doesn't, uh, he turned into a defender on that play. That would have been another pickoff right there. Jack Bowles makes the play defensively and Carlson Got a little greedy right there. He had the check down. Travis Uren was open. He wanted to go another 5, 10 yards down the field to Jack Bowes and darn nearly paid the price. Yeah, that was, that was double coverage right there. Brings up a third down and nine from the 43-yard line. Patriots getting set up. And now Coach Sergela again not liking what he sees. There goes his final timeout with 7-12 on the clock and a big third down coming up right here. Anytime fitness of Ishmaeling, just a short distance from campus and cheering loud and proud for the Patriots. Thank you, Anytime Fitness of Ishmaeling. Go printing has been following the Patriots in their run this season and is also backing them. Okay, Rental and Sales is impressed with the way the team has represented our area. Good luck to the Patriots. You've represented the community well. And the Patriots have really found themselves in quite the predicament here. Now out of timeouts with 7-12 to play in the first half and in desperate need of putting some points on the board right here. Yeah, you got third and long right here, midfield. You can get this. You're not going to want to give Nagani a short field here. The Patriots have managed to pick up a pair of long first down, long first down conversions already in this game. Zach Carlson picked him up with his legs. Garrett Mann also picked one up on that opening drive. But that interception just sucked the wind out of the Patriots' sails. And the Myers have really been dictating the pace of this game from there. 
After going three and out their first time with the football, the Miners have posted back-to-back touchdowns, and here's the Patriots trying to respond. Garrett Mann and Travis Uren, the two men awaiting the snap in the shotgun. Marcus Bowes down in the backfield. Mann rolling, looking to throw. Bowes has leaked out, and this one's picked off too. Philip Nelson was lurking. He's got space. He's across the 30, the 25, and now tripped up. Luke Olson got all the way out there to catch up to him, but another devastating blow dealt to the Patriots, this time by Philip Nelson. Boy, that is a crippler. Miners will take over again, this time from the Westwood 24 with 6.59 to play in the first half. Already up 14-0. Really was a nice play by Philip Nelson. He was just lurking. Just lurking, waiting for that football. He saw his opportunity and he made the most of it. Now first and 10 for Nagani. Hillier leaps over the offensive line and picks up about five yards. Now Hillier with some acrobatics of his own. We saw Carlson make a hurdle earlier, and this time it's Hillier picking up five on first down. That puts the Miners in the red zone. Six and a half to play here in the first half. 14-0 Nagani. And the Miners... Boy, ever since they got that first interception, they have really been moving, grooving, and cruising. If you can think of it, they're doing it. This is another handoff to Hillier. Gets stopped, initially bounces off, and now this time the second wave of Patriots brings him down after he picks up just two yards. It was Luke Olson who brought him down. Trying to rush to the near side. Was Hillier, again, as the Miners are moving from right to left across your radio dial. Again, if you'd like to see all the action this evening, ESPN UP is live with the video on Facebook Live. You can check us out there if you'd like to see the video stream. I formation with Brenton Bellinger in motion. Nelson, the fullback. Johnson on the option. This time he keeps it. And can't get away from Garrett Mann, though Johnson does get enough for the first down. And boy, how about the play of Gerald Johnson here in this first half? He has been so effective running that option. Boy, the junior has really stepped up this whole year, you know, with a big team leader like that hurt early in the year. And uh, the Nelson boy being hurt early in the year and him him uh, being able to pull this off, it, it's been a great year for him. He's a great athlete. We've had an opportunity to watch him for a few years now, both basketball and football. First down and goal from the 10. They keep it on the ground with Hillier, finds some space, and he's tripped up at the 5. Hillier explodes through the middle of that line, and it was Zach Carlson who saved the touchdown. Miners preparing for the fifth play of this drive. Second down and goal from the four. This drive again started on the Westwood 24 after the interception return from Philip Nelson. 
There's the snap. They feed it back to Hillier, and this time he's going nowhere fast. Some nice penetration into the backfield from the Patriots. Michael Buzino makes the stop, and it's third and goal. Boy, the Patriots refusing to go down without a fight. Have to imagine they drawn a line in the sand at that goal line. That would be huge if Nagani scores here. Then you're talking about a three-possession game. Three-possession game and not a whole lot of time to do anything about it before the half is. We're now under four minutes to play, 3.50 on the clock. 14-0 Miners lead. Bellinger in motion. Johnson running the option again. Here's the pitch to Hillier. He cuts inside and scores standing up. What an impressive cut from Nash Hillier. And it puts the Miners up 20 to nothing with 3.38 to go in the second. And boy, the Nagani Miners, after that first interception, have completely taken control of this game. Is now Philip Nelson is out to make this a 21-0 ball game with this extra point which he does so successfully. But he has bombed some extra points through there, hasn't he? Mm -hmm. Nelson showing off the leg, and it's 21-0 Miners with 3.38 to go in the first quarter. And boy, if you're Coach Sergio and the Patriots, you have to imagine getting something, anything, on the scoreboard before halftime is critical here. Because if you can do that, the situation is not great, but it's not as bad as it could be because, remember, the Patriots did defer the opening kickoff. So if they can put some points on the board here, they'll have another opportunity to put points on the board before Nagani gets a chance to respond. Yeah, I just don't see, uh, you know, we've, we've gone to the air here, and it, it seemed to me that that whole first drive was effective on the ground. Now... You know, maybe there was an adjustment there that Nagani's made that's preventing us from being able to do that. But I guess I, I missed that piece. I, I, I don't know why we've gone to the air. And the passes have come a little late. You know, we've we've had the receiver open, but due to Nagani's pressure, um, you know, that hasn't, you know, the, the quarterbacks had to roll out a little bit more, delayed it. The, the, the uh, uh, defensive backs for Nagani have had a chance to recover and put themselves in a position to pick it off, and that's what we've seen happen. And part of it as well is the Patriots, you know, playing from behind can't let this one get away from them mentally. They just have to keep taking what the defense gives them. I mean, we saw Carlson overlook a wide-open Travis Yaren for a five-yard completion, trying to make a 15-yard completion to Jack Bowes, who was double-covered. Yeah, trying to trying to make something happen. You know, you got a kid trying to make something happen, and sometimes that's a little tough. You got to take what they'll give you, like you said. So now with three thirty-eight on the clock, here in half number one, and the miners up twenty-one nothing, the Patriots are going to get another opportunity to get that goose egg off the scoreboard before halftime. Here's a squib kick right up the middle, fielded cleanly by the Patriots. This time it's Yuren who still has the football somehow, and he's breaking away. He gets a big block from Stephen Kangas, and Yuren is going to take this all the way to the house. Touchdown, Westwood. I have no idea how he got out of that pileup. 
Boy, that looked like a rugby scrum that he came on. He just emerged with the football. He, he, he never stopped his feet. He just kept going. It looked like Uran was coming close to losing the football. There were a lot of miners and, and Westwood bodies piling up. Miners trying to drive Uran back. The Patriots piled up behind him to try and push him forward for some extra yardage. And Uran somehow got away from everybody, picked up a big block from Stephen Kangas, and found the end zone. So with 3.24 to go in the first half now, it's 21-6 to Westwood, and they're going to try for two points here. Garrett Mann and Travis Uren are the two men in the shotgun. Carlson and Marcus Bowes out to the near side. Mann's going to take it himself, and he's in for the two-point conversion. Oh, boy, and just like that, Ask and you shall receive. The Patriots respond immediately. And now it's 21 to 8 with 3.24 on the clock in half number one. Riverside Auto Mall of Marquette is a proud local business and reminds you to shop local this season. 67 cents of every dollar spent with a local business stays in our community and keeps it going strong. This month, when you buy or lease from Riverside, you get a gift card to your favorite local business. How our towns look this time next year is up to each one of us. Let's go team. And boy, what an unbelievable turn of events. I, I keep replaying the, that kick return in my mind. And the more and more I do it... The, the less and less I'm able to believe that somehow Uren got out of that scrum. He was able to uh, just keep his feet moving, and bodies were still bouncing off him, and he had a couple of Patriots that got out in front of him, and uh, it was a bit of a convoy coming up that uh, coming up the uh, north sideline. It was Stephen Kangas who made a huge block that really... Sprung Uren free. Preston Toutant was the last man with a chance to make the tackle for the Myers, but Stephen Kangas made sure that didn't happen. And because of that, the Patriots are on the scoreboard. 3.24 on the clock. 21-8. Nagani leads it. Here's the kick from Carlson. It's up in the air and straight out of bounds. Boy, just tough to come by a break here for, for the Patriots. And the Patriots, I think Carlson had on his mind, he was trying to skip that one up off the turf and off a white jersey because the Patriots were charging real quick after that football. Now because of the kick out of bounds, the Miners are going to have excellent field position in just under three and a half minutes to do something with it and go back up by three scores. Officials are still talking some things over. And now the official is signaling that the Miners are going to start this drive from the Westwood 45-yard line. This is the third time tonight the Miners are beginning a drive from inside Westwood territory as they keep it. With Johnson on the option, he gets tripped up as he tries to cut up field. Zach Carlson not having any of that, and it's a pickup of three yards on first down for Gerald Johnson. Even when they're picking up Gerald, though, he's still falling forward, and they're getting 
three yards a crack out of that option. Johnson refusing to be denied, and boy, has he stepped up big time in the absence of Will Luke, who's been missing for the big majority of this season for the Miners. High formation with Philip Nelson split out to the near side. This time it's the deep man, Nash Hillier, full head of steam, through to the second level, and then driven backwards. It's a pair of Patriots, Carlson and Luke Mariuzza, in on the tandem stop. That brings up a third down and short. Miners right now lined up at the 38. They need to get past the 35 for a first down. 21-8 with 2.15 on the clock. Nagani in the lead and looking to add to it. Fullback dive. Nelson tries to spin away from some tacklers, and he can't. No gain on third and short, and that's a big stop for the Patriots. Oh, I think you're going to see that. The Ghani Miners go for it here, though. Spencer Harvilla was the first man to meet Lucas Nelson, and he held him in check. And this is four-down territory for Coach Jacobson and the Miners. The offense is staying on the field. Yeah, i got to like the call. You're up by 13. Half a minute 38 left. I like the call. Coach Jacobson. Big play, trying to draw the Patriots off sides were the Miners. They still had one timeout left and are going to be forced to burn it right there. The Patriots almost jumped, but not quite, and that's going to force Gerald Johnson to call timeout number three with a buck 29 on the clock in half number one, and the Miners up 21 to eight. And what a just unbelievable and unpredictable game we've had up to this point Miners receive the opening kickoff quick three and out Patriots take over from the 22 march all the way into yeah. the Nagani red zone yeah, 78 yards to the goal line and then it was the interception in the back of the end zone that just sucked all the life out of the Westwood Patriots Miners with three unanswered touchdowns a 49 yard touchdown pass from Johnson to Eli Lokola, a one-yard touchdown run by Luke Nelson, and a four-yard touchdown run by Nash Hillier to cap off eight, seven, and six-play drives, respectively. And the Patriots got on the board after that third touchdown. Travis Uren somehow escaped a sea of white jerseys and found Pater after fueling the squib kick. That brings us to the score, 21 to 8. Now the Patriots need a big fourth down stop right here. Cannot afford to let the Miners tack another one on the board before half. No, they got to get a stop here. And with no timeouts, should they get a stop, it'll be real intriguing to see how aggressive the Patriots want to play if they get that far to try and put some more points on the board before the half. But first, they need a stop. Fourth down and four. Johnson on the option. Pitch out to Hillier, and he's stopped behind the line of scrimmage. The Patriots all over that one. Garrett Mann and Spencer Harvilla bring down Nash Hillier, and it's a turnover on down. So the Patriots will take over 
from their own 42. And they have a minute 22 on the clock, but no timeouts. The passing attack has not not been in the Patriots' favor thus far this evening. No, it's been a mess. That's a, it's been an absolute mess. So we'll see how aggressive Coach Sergio wants to get here with no timeouts and 58 yards to find Pater. It's Carlson and Mann. This one's to Mann. Right up, hurdles over a couple of guys, and he's tackled just shy of midfield. Boy, we've seen some athletic plays by ball carriers on both sides of the ball today. Miners and Patriots alike showing off the bunnies and picking up extra yards. Clock is ticking away, though, and no timeouts for the Patriots. 58 seconds until halftime, trailing by 13. 21-8 to the score in favor of Nagani. Now it's Uren in the backfield going hip-to-hip with Mann. This one's to Garrett Mann. A bit of a high snap, but he pulls it down, trying to just pick up a first down. He's across midfield, but not much further, and I think he's going to be short of the first. He is. It's third down. A first down right there would have stopped the clock. So now from the Nagani 49 and under 25 seconds to play here in the opening half, we'll see if the Patriots air it out or just move on to half number two. Ten seconds on the clock. Patriots are going to have to snap it. There is the snap. It's direct to Garrett Mann. Makes a read, goes right side. He's out to the 45. That picks up a first down and will stop the clock momentarily, but with only 2.6 seconds remaining as soon as the chains are set. That'll take it to the half. That'll take it to the half. There's the whistle. There come the final 2.6 seconds, and we have arrived at halftime. What a rush it has been thus far. We're at halftime. It's 21 Nagani, 8 Westwood Patriots. Stay with us. Halftime show coming up right after this. You're listening to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. I'm Ken Farley from the Bjork and Zalke Funeral, and each year it's amazing to watch the student-athletes in our area schools compete at a really high level and juggle the demands of learning in the classroom, studying at home, hanging with friends, and for some, working a part-time job. They represent their schools and communities well, and if you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. After all, they are the future leaders. We at the Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home are standing on the sidelines with great admiration for what you do. Join us in cheering in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. You have better things to do than rate shop, earn more interest, and have time to make more memories with an index money market from MBank. Your rate adjusts automatically. When the prime rate goes up, so does your earning potential. And you have full access to your funds anytime. No rate shopping required and no terms to lock you down. Open your account today. Learn more at bankmbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. See website for full account details. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to the West End. We are at halftime between this district semifinal matchup between the Nagani Miners and the Westwood Patriots. Miners up 
21 to 8 at the half alongside my broadcast partner Dave Bowes. I'm Max Stevens. We're bringing you all the action here over the airwaves on ESPN UP this evening and also uh, with a video stream on ESPN UP Facebook Live. And Dave, what a rush it has been to get to this point. Miners started with the football after the Patriots won the coin toss and deferred. They suffered a quick three and out. Patriots got the ball their own 22, took 12 plays to march almost 80 yards for a touchdown, but an interception in the back of the end zone just knocked all the wind out of their sails, took away any momentum. And the Miners, after that interception, three unanswered touchdowns. They go up 21-0. Travis Uren, somehow, like, like a magic act, <laughs> finds the end zone. And scores to put the put the Patriots on the board. Then they come up. They stop the Miners on fourth down to get the football back, but just don't have enough time to do anything with it. And that brings us here at the half, twenty-one to eight. And one of the one of the biggest surprises in the early going in this game is just how much Westwood has gone to the air. Yeah, and they, Westwood has stopped themselves. Like it, the Miners have not. You know, I mean, uh, every one of those, they've, you know, the punt team's not been out there. They've they've turned the ball over, and we get into playoff football. You know, I heard, uh, you know, the alternate broadcast team was saying, you know, it's going to come down to being able to hold on to the football um, when you're when you're coming into playoff football. And uh, Nagani's had a problem uh, holding on to the football, um, you know, uh, coming into this game, and they're the ones that are uh, that are managing that tonight and taking advantage of mistakes made by the Patriots. And it's, it, it's been brutal to, to, to watch the Patriots here because they've played such clean football this season up to this point. Have taken hardly any penalties. I mean, against Lance, against Bogivic, no turnovers in either of those games. Mm-hmm. Just well, you got a little rust on, too. You haven't played in a couple of weeks here. And uh, as much as you try and simulate what you can in practice, it's it's not quite like being in a game. And, and, and they haven't played a competitive game. They've played three competitive quarters all year, and Nagani has had an advantage. They've been in some very competitive games. They had a competitive game with Gladstone twice. They had a very competitive game that they lost against Houghton. You can't, you cannot simulate that at a practice, and, uh, you know, they're they're taking advantage of it tonight. Not taking anything away from Nagani. is good. That's, that's as good a Nagani first half as I've seen them play in four years. Nagani has faced a lot of adversity both in the early going of this game and all across this season. I mean, the fact that they're here now really is a testament to yeah. both the mental and physical fortitude of that team. You know, and you heard you know, heard Coach Jacobson refer to that, too. I, you know, he, he said these kids have been through a lot, and through that they've been able to pull together. I mean, that it does one of two things. It, it solidifies your team, it pulls you together. Or tears you apart. And uh, the Nagani kids have seemed to have pulled together, and uh, good for them. You know, they're playing good football right now, and they own that first half. And the Patriots are going to really have to come out and have some things go their way and, uh, you know, show who they are in the second half to get past these uh, Nagani Miners. The Nagani Miners have put themselves in the driver's seat going into half number two. But the Patriots are going to get first stab at it with the football in the second half. Right now at the half, it's Miners 21. Patriots 8. More of our halftime show continues after this on ESPN-UP. 
If you are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Patriots, Hematites, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find the logos represented. Under Armour and many other high-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to specially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats to feature that logo? You got it. Go in to see the Hometown Touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you and for all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. Wilderness Sports, downtown Ishpeming. Selecting the perfect ugly Christmas sweater for the holidays can be a difficult decision. Well, we can't do much about that sweater, but Ember's Credit Union can help you avoid ugly high interest rates. During our ugly Christmas sweater loan special, qualified members pay as little as 2.99% annual percentage rate and make no payments until January. Apply online today at embers.org. Take the ugly out of your Christmas shopping this year with the ugly Christmas sweater loan special. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. That's incredible. Welcome back to the West End. We're at halftime alongside my broadcast partner, Dave Bose. I'm Max Stevens. We're bringing you all the action for this round two playoff game. Division 6, Region 1, District 1, District Semifinals between the Nagani Miners and Westwood Patriots. Right now, it's the Miners with the 21-8 advantage at the half. They've capitalized on Westwood turnovers and really put themselves in the driver's seat going into half number two. We'll take a quick look at the out-of-town scoreboard now. Halftime and a couple of big playoff games across the UP. Gwynn and Iron Mountain going at it over in Iron Mountain. And at the half, it's Iron Mountain up 21 to nothing. And Calumet and Menominee at halftime are all knotted up at 7-7. to And we'll be keeping a close eye on that game as it comes down to the wire because... If the Patriots win tonight, it's going to be it's going to come down to that game whether they get another home playoff game or not. If Calumet wins, they'll host the Copper Kings. If Menominee wins, they hit the road to play the Maroons. But before they worry about any of that, they got to win this ball game first. Yeah, no doubt. You gotta you're down uh, 13 points to an awful tough, uh, gritty uh, Nagani minor team. So you're gonna have to you have to get this uh, this next. Uh, 24 minutes of football figured out here before uh, before you can worry about well, who they have here. But it uh, you know it certainly is it sets up nice for them. Um, where Calumet to win and you get them, get the the opportunity to uh, host another playoff game. Not just any playoff game, a playoff game that would give the Westwood Patriots the opportunity to win their district for the first time in program history. We talked a little bit about it in the pregame, but not only is this a home playoff game against a big rival, a win tonight puts the Patriots not quite to the promised land, but still further than the program has ever been, and that's the third round of the playoffs. And even tonight, you know, you're doing it with a very young team. You know, you have very few seniors on this team that are seeing significant time out on the field out there. So, uh, you know, I'd say it's still... Still looking like awful uh, good football time here for the uh, for the Westwood Patriots. To your point, Dave, it, it is a really young team. Just six seniors and ten juniors to four sophomores and 11 freshmen. 16 to 15 upperclassmen to underclassmen ratio. Yeah, Not typical for a varsity squad. No, and you're playing a, a laden uh, senior uh, group there in the Nagani Miners. Uh, so um, I think it looks quite promising here. Um, for the Patriots going forward. 
We owe you another timeout. We'll take it here in a moment. But first, we have a couple of sponsors we'd like to thank. Peninsula Pharmacy still offers good old-fashioned house calls. If you or a loved one takes multiple meds, Peninsula Pharmacy sorts and individually packs each dose and delivers it to you with UPY delivery. If you're ready to simplify your meds, call Peninsula Pharmacy, a locally owned family business. Carpet Specialists Carpet One in Ishpeming and Marquette is a proud supporter of area athletics. We're more than just a carpet store. Tiles are specialty with six certified tile installers, the only ones north of Green Bay. We tile, you smile. Carpet Specialists Carpet One in Ishpeming and Marquette. We owe you another timeout. We'll take it here. At the half, it's 21-8 Nigani. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. For now, the buffets are on hold at your local market, big boy. But that means you get to rediscover their awesome daily menu for dinner tonight. The classic big boy, the super big boy, or a burger built by you. The sandwich selection includes all of your favorites, including the famous Slim Jim. A full kids menu is also available, so bring the family for dinner tonight. Big boy is following all safety protocols, so wear your mask until you're seated. Your local market, big boy, across from the Holiday Inn, with curbside takeout and DoorDash also still available at your local market, big boy. Holiday Bucks are back at Tonic Econo Foods. Collect and save your Holiday Bucks just for using your more card, and you could get yourself a free ham or turkey for this holiday season. You're going to grocery shop anyway, so why not get a free succulent turkey or a whole or half a ham just for using your more card. Stop in for more details now through December 20th and only at Tonic Econo Foods. Fresh savings now. Health concerns in high school sports go beyond physical injuries. The mental well-being of our young people is a hotter topic than ever before. The Michigan High School Athletic Association website has resources to help adults and students recognize potential problems and deal with them in a positive way. You can learn more about these mental health resources on the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. A message from the MHSAA promoting the value and values of educational athletics. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. <laughs> we are at halftime in the West End, just a couple of moments away from kickoff to begin the second half. And when that does happen, the Patriots will start half number two with the football, and they'll be trailing 21-8, to but not as bad as it could have been. The Patriots were at one point down 21 nothing. a unbelievable kickoff return <laughs> from Travis Uren, put the Patriots on the board, and I, I still can't get over that play because it, it's on a squib kick. It's on the kick specifically designed not to allow that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, uh, just enough delay in that, and uh, Travis just kept his feet moving, and he ended up with like a little bit of a convoy coming down the right side. You know, the Patriots are going to get the ball here to begin the second half, and they gotta they got to take it down, and this offense needs to score because the offense has not scored, yet they've not punted either. So, um, you know, those are the kind of things you got to talk about in the locker room. Boys, you know, we've stopped ourselves. They've not stopped us. And we got a lot of, you know, and they've, they've, they've stopped um, Nagani a few times, so they have the ability to do this, and you know, that's what they got to build off of. And I would not be surprised to see Coach Sergio really revert back to the basics of the offense here. On that opening drive for the Patriots, the first time they had the football, 
They were moving the ball almost at will. And now the Patriots have returned out to the field. Garrett Mann leading the team in their stretches. And, you know, that opening, the interception on the opening drive aside, Garrett Mann's really had a heck of a game. He's running the football with a lot of purpose. And he is being very patient waiting for his blocks to develop as well. I think you just keep it simple and uh, strap it up and uh, see who can uh, get it done for the next 24 minutes. Keeping it simple. We owe you one more timeout before the second half of the game. So we'll take that right here as the Miners have taken the field and we'll be just ready for half number two when we come back. Half number two coming up on ESPN-UP. Miners 21, Patriots 8. This is Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Football season. What an exciting time, especially this year. And from first downs to touchdowns, it's all about teamwork. I'm E.J. Kostriva, Regional President of First Bank. Our commercial team is ready to assist you with your financial needs. Whether you're starting, expanding, or improving your business, the commercial team at First Bank is here to help. We'll make your business our priority. First Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call time out. You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US 41 in Ishpeming. Hi, I'm Mark Stonerock, the Outreach Coordinator and Certified Athletic Trainer for the Sideline to Sideline Sports Medicine Program. So one of the nice things about the Sideline Program is that we all try to abide by to a same-day or next-day coverage. So there is no waiting. There's no, uh, we have an appointment in two weeks, but uh, the athletic trainer will contact the medical practitioner's office, and we try to get you in at least within the next day, and that really expedites the whole program. And it takes a little worry out of the patient's hands and out of the parent's hands and gets them right into the track where they need to be. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to the West End. We're just about ready for half number two. Alongside my broadcast partner, Dave Bowes, I'm Max Stevens. We've been bringing you all the action here up to this point of this district semifinal game between the Nagani Miners and the Westwood Patriots. Right now, the Nagani Miners are up 21-8, to but the Patriots will receive the second half kickoff. Before they do that, though, have a couple more sponsors we'd like to thank. Bartonin's Auto Body appreciates the effort the Patriots have put in and are backing them all the way. Midtown Bakery and Cafe in Nagani is proud of the two teams on the field tonight. Good luck to the Miners and Patriots. And for a higher level of service, look up to the Embers Credit Union. Just about a minute on the game clock here before we resume for half number two. And... The Patriots are trailing in this game not for a, a lack of offense, but just the the mistakes, the turnovers, yep. the, the, the the free possessions yeah. given to the Miners have been all yeah. the difference here. Yeah, you've never uh, you've uh, you've never punted, but you've never scored <laughs> on an offense. You, you know, 
You're not going to win a playoff game playing like that. No. You got to have a you got to have a mistake-free second half to uh, to be able to make this a game. Um, you start with those mistakes again, and this Nagani club is too good. Uh, Joe Johnson is going to put his foot on the throttle, and they're going to look at you in the rearview mirror. That's that's the type of team I see across the field um, with Paul Jacobson and his group right now. That is. That's a good Nagani squad right there. Absolutely. And when you meet a coach with the, 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 the pedigree and the experience of, of a coach, the caliber of Paul Jacobson, I mean, Coach Jacobson's like farmer's insurance. He knows a thing or two because he's seen a thing or two. He's seen a thing or two. There's no doubt about it. And, you you know, you're gonna, this is going to be a market difference right here. You're going to see uh, you're going to have to feel the kick, and uh, they're probably not going to kick it to Travis Uren. Right, I would be surprised if they did. After Travis Uren, or should we call him Houdini for somehow escaping that sea of white jerseys? Yeah, I don't know how fast Houdini was, but Travis was moving. Probably not as fast as Travis. <laughs> Nagani is lined up and ready to boot this away to start the second half. The Patriots were going to be moving from left to right across your radio dial. To begin half number two. There's the kick. It's a squib right back up the middle. Gets all the way to the back and just falling on it and not letting it go anywhere is Jack Bowes. Patriots have seen their share of special teams mistakes made by both the offense on previous nights and themselves here tonight. Not going to allow that happen to happen again. We'll see what kind of adjustments come out of halftime here. Patriots will take over at their own 25 and go to work to begin the second half, down 21 to 8. Here we go. Garrett Mann and Zach Carlson in the shotgun. Everybody else down near the line of scrimmage. Mann fighting forward. And he falls forward, picks up three yards on the first down, rush right up the gut. Three in, a, three in a cloud of dust. And Garrett Mann has been seriously running with purpose tonight. He has put his head down and barreled forward. Second down and seven. Carlson and Mann hip to hip in the backfield. Mariutsa lined up behind the line of scrimmage. High snap. Carlson bobbles it. It's getting away, and the Miners have picked it up. Gerald Johnson falls on top of it, and that is a killer for the Patriots. That's just what we talked about. You know, you were going to have to play a mistake-free half. Now you're now you're giving the Nagani Miners a 23-yard field <laughs> when they've already showed you that they don't have any problem moving the ball. The Miners have started inside the Patriots' 30 twice already tonight. Both times they scored. They do so again right here and the opportunity to really put some distance between themselves and the Patriots right now. Skews in motion. Eye formation. Hillier with a lead blocker in front of him. Cuts up field. Nice space. And he's down inside the 10. Nash Hillier turns on the Jets. He had Lucas Nelson in front of him the whole way. And it's a 16, make it 17-yard pickup 
for Nash Hillier on first down. Creates a first down and goal to go for the Miners. Miners sticking with that I formation. One man split out wide to the right. Now he comes in motion to the near side. It's Philip Nelson. Keep it back to Hillier. Cuts up to the near side. He's across the five. Fighting for the pylon. He's got it. Touchdown, Nagani. Nash Hillier refuses to be denied, and he finds Pater. It's 27-8, Nagani. That's just too easy for Nagani at this point. They need just two plays to go the 23 yards and punch it in with Nash Hillier. 27-8, Nagani with 10.33 on the clock here in the second half. Nelson trying to convert the point after attempt. This one doinks the upright, and it's no good. I wonder if they got a piece of that. The kick did not look as clean coming out of the hold of Johnson. Yeah, there was a couple of Patriots there. I don't know if somebody got fingers on it or what, but it looked like it, it clipped that right upright. If it was adjusted in the air by a Patriot hand or what. But. And, you know, for the Patriots, those point-after attempts do really add up. If you can block or prevent the easy one point, remember the Patriots don't really have a kicking game, so... If you can get away with one less time of absolutely needing to pick up the two points, you're really going to put yourself in a better position. The Patriots have done very little to put themselves in better positions up to this point. Three turnovers, a pair of picks, and then that lost fumble. As the snap was too high for Zach Carlson, he couldn't corral it. Yeah, I'm really four if you're talking, talking the kickoff as well. So... He kind of a bobbled uh, squib. You can't you can't hand Nagani the ball four extra times and and uh, expect to be having the lead on the scoreboard. The lead for Nagani is 19 points. It's 27 to eight with 10:33 on the clock in the third quarter. Here's another squib. This one's up high. Patriots. Fighting for it amongst the, each other. Garrett Mann and Jack Bowes both wanted to come down with that football. It got away from the both of them. And Jersey Karki is back way deep to just pick up the pieces and fall on top of it. Yeah, once once it starts, we watch that happen for other teams. You, like we say, it's trying to pick up a BBM beach sand. You're, you're excited, and you're not having much luck. The Patriots, for the second straight time, take over from their own 25. This time down 19. Here's this direct snap. Carlson dancing, going left. He's across the 30, across the 35, and brought down just shy of the 40 by Matt Skews. And this is what the Patriots need to get back to if they want to chase make the uphill climb to get back into this game. Their offense is still ruthlessly effective when they get it going like that. We've seen Garrett Mann and Zach Carlson 
Even younger players like Jersey Corky and Jace Arsenault be effective coming out of that backfield. Got to trust your line and your players to get it done. And that's what Coach Sergil is doing right here. First and 10 from the 39. It's another high snap that's over the head of Carlson. This time he's able to fall on it, though. And another really scary play for the Patriots. This time they keep the football, but they do lose four yards. So that creates a second down and long. Nine and a half to go in quarter number three. And boy, on consecutive possessions, snaps that are too high for Carlson. Creating some really scary scenarios for the Patriots in the backfield. Carlson in man with Mariusa up to the right and behind the line of scrimmage. This is a direct snap to Carlson. Who's wrapped up almost immediately. However, he does fight back across the 35 and out to, they'll mark him down at the 37. That brings up a third down and 12 with just under nine minutes to play in the third. The Patriots have been able to pick up these third down and longs. We saw them pick up a pair on their opening possession in this game. Well, they certainly got one here. Here they go. From the 37, third down and 12. It's Carlson and Mann with Mariuzza going to the left side in motion. This direct snap is to Carlson. Trying to bounce it to the outside. Can't find enough space as he's driven backwards near the original line of scrimmage. A big stop for Nagani. He creates a fourth down and 10. Here's the first fourth down. I believe the Patriots have seen tonight. They'll call it fourth down and nine from the 40. Carlson's talking things over with Coach Sergila, and now Coach Sergila is going to take a timeout to talk this one over. This is a extremely important fourth down play for the Patriots. on the clock when Coach Serge takes the timeout. His team trailing by 19, 27-8 the score. Super One Foods and Nagani and Marquette support the players in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices, right in your neighborhood, Super One Foods. True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of the players, coaches, cheerleaders, band, friends, and family. We're cheering on their team. Good luck from True North Federal Credit Union. And Peninsula Glass and Auto knows there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of that car to you now is a fair price. Peninsula Glass and Auto sales looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. Dave, this feels like a monumental fourth down and nine for the Patriots <laughs> in perspective of yeah. their entire season. Right. And a long nine as it is. <laughs> Football right now is on their own 41. They need to get past the 49 
to move the sticks. That's a punt formation right there. Patriots coming out. It's Zach Carlson who's deep. And this one is a short snap to Garrett Mann. Pitch back to Carlson. Right there, though, is Philip Nelson who tackles Carlson. The Miners did a great job staying home, snuffing that out. Nothing doing, however, a pair of flags flew in almost immediately after the snap. If it's on Nagani, it could give the Patriots an extra try at this. No, I think that's on the Patriots. Coach Jacobson is over on the far sideline waving his arms yeah. no, so that does... That was a formation or Paul Jacobson was vehemently waving his arms no no as if to decline the penalty, but the officials are still talking things over. They're waving the flag off, yeah. The up back was able to be in motion. And then he received the uh Snap. So with the flag picked up, that gives the Nagani Miners the football at the Patriot 42-yard line. 7.41 on the clock here in quarter number three. And the Miners with an opportunity, great field position, to try and add to their 27-8 lead. You're going to see the Nagani Miners uh, grind some clock here. And why not when you have Lucas Nelson and Nash Hillier lined up behind Gerald Johnson, who himself is fully capable of running the football on the option. There's a handoff to Hillier, who breaks free up the middle. He's still fighting out near the 30. First down before a pileup stops him, refusing to go down is Hillier. And now looks like some chirping maybe going on as... Players from both teams come through to separate the players involved in that stop. Tempers flaring here in this rivalry matchup in round two of the postseason. The first time these two teams have ever met in the playoffs. It's an 11-yard pickup for Hillier on first down. That moves the sticks and give the Miners a fresh set of downs at the Patriot 31. Seven minutes, 15 seconds on the clock. Philip Nelson is in the slot to the far side. Be surprised if they went to him, though. It's another handoff to Hillier, who tries to vault over the down lineman again. This time, though, gets tripped up and drops to the turf after a pickup of about three. Jack Bowes and Jersey Carkey were in on the stop for the Patriots, and it brings up second down, and they'll call it eight yards. from about the 28-yard line. Miners in no particular rush. Nelson, the fullback. Hillier, the deep man. They go back to Hillier. Nelson, lead blocking. Cuts up behind him. Breaks free up the sideline. Hillier trots into the end zone. Touchdown, Nagani, and in comes the flag. Well, if the play stands as called, it's another nice yeah. touchdown run for Nash Hillier, but that flag flew in right at the goal line. That would have been late, though. 
I think that's after the fact. I think that was after the touchdown. We have just seen the head official signal touchdown. So the score we know will count. We're still waiting on the penalty signal. And it's an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty against Nagani. So perhaps the official heard Nash say something to, to, a, to a Patriot defender or, or, or something of the sort. We saw some chirping just after that last play. So it, it's not all that unlikely to suggest that this, these teams are just starting to get chirpy with each other. But the unsportsmanlike penalty does back the point after attempt all the way up for the Miners. The football right now is on the 17, and they're still going to try the point after. A 35-yard field goal. <laughs> Philip Nelson. Point after attempt, rather, but, I mean, this is a bomb. An NFL distance field goal, as now the officials are going to stop and talk things over once again. 6:24 in the third quarter, Miners up 33 to eight. After the big touchdown run from Nash Hillier, this is to be assessed on the kickoff. Is that what I'm? I believe that's what's being motioned. The Miners are trotting back up to the original uh, two and a half yard line, and there is the confirmation. It will be assessed on the kickoff. So now, Philip Nelson is over talking to Coach Jacobson. It looks like the Miners might try and go for two here. Just try and go up 35 to 8. And they will. Going for two are the Nagani Miners. Philip Nelson nowhere to be found. There he is going in motion. I formation. Johnson looking to throw. His options are covered. Here comes the pressure. Finds a man open. He stays alive just long enough to convert the pass to Parker Kane. Johnson was wrapped up around the ankles and in desperation found Parker Kane wide open two yards deep in the end zone. He makes the play, and the Miners go up 35-8 to with 6.24 left in the third quarter. Just like that, the Miners, back-to-back touchdowns to begin half number two, and they are starting to run away with this one, now up 27. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. Offices in Marquette, Ishpeming, and now Nagani. Visit us at stayactiveup.com for more information. Congratulations to the Westwood Patriots from Meyer Yamaha, proud booster of the Pats from Willie's Tire Shop, who's rallying behind the Patriots, and from Mullen's Service in Ishpeming, also behind the Patriots, and thrilled to support them. Good luck in the playoffs. Good luck to the Patriot football team. You have represented the community well. 
We're ready for the kickoff now. 6.24 on the clock. Kicking off from their own 25, courtesy of the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. Here's Garrett Mann taking the kickoff and just going straight down at the Westwood 45. So now six minutes and 21 seconds remain in the third quarter and down by 27. The Patriots are really going to have to move with some urgency here. They also already burned one of their timeouts for this half. Coach Sergela sharing a few words with Zach Carlson. It's Carlson. And it's man, hip to hip in the shotgun. Marcus Bowes is in motion out to the far side slot. He's lined up one on one. Carlson rolling the opposite way. Now firing over the middle of the field. The pass is high and almost intercepted by Brenton Bellinger. The pass was there. He was trying to get it to Luke Mariuta, but it was just too high and almost dropped right into the arms of Brenton Billinger. That would have been his second interception of the game. Of course, Bellinger made the initial interception that really turned this game around for the Miners back in the first quarter. Yeah, second down a, and 10 now from the 45. It's been a... Nagani wave ever since, ever since that interception in the end zone. Marcus Bowes in motion once again. He's matched up one-on-one -on -one with Matt Skews on the far side. Yeah, that's... And now Coach Sergio is going to call another timeout. Like Coach Sergio and the Patriots just trying to do whatever they can here to stop the bleeding. Trailing by 27 with 6-13 to go in quarter number three. Anytime fitness of Ishpemings, just a short distance from campus and cheering loudly and proudly for the Patriots. Globe Printing has been following the Patriots in their run this season as well and is backing them. A big thank you to Globe Printing. And okay, Rental and Sales is impressed with the way the team has represented our area. Good luck to the Patriots. You have represented the community well. And we're really starting to see, I mean, the Miners, you mentioned, Dave, they, they had been in a lot of close games. They'd faced a lot of adversity this season. Not that the Patriots hadn't, but you get the feeling playing in, in hostile environments and and having the fight back early has, has really helped the Miners in this contest. Yeah, they just look more polished. I mean, uh, all around. They've played literally uh, mistake-free football. I mean, there was a personal foul there, but it's times a kid making a poor choice about being exuberant about scoring. Eh? You know, but other than that, they've played fairly mistake-free football here, and uh, that's, that's how you win playoff football games. We do have a score update from Calumet and Menominee. Extra point pending. The score right now is 21-8 to in favor of the Copper Kings. So if Westwood can find a way to get some magic done, 
It's looking like they could host Calumet next week, but first they got to find a way to claw back from a 27-point deficit. Garrett Mann will try and do that with his legs as he breaks one tackle and dives forward. If it's not a first down, it's going to be awfully close. Out across midfield to the Nagani 45. They'll mark it right on the 45 and give Mann the first down. We're past the halfway mark of quarter number three. First and ten from the Nagani 45. Man and Carlson hip to hip in the gun. Mariuta coming in the near side. They go his way with Garrett Mann. Charging, gets a block, cuts up field, cuts up field again. Garrett Mann's in the clear. One man has a chance to catch him, and he does. Oh, my. Lucas Nelson just barely trips up Garrett Mann from behind and that saved the touchdown for the Miners. A 44-yard run for Garrett Mann is going to give the Patriots four opportunities to punch it in from three feet out. Gerald Johnson charging out into the field and getting into the defensive secondary for Coach Jacobson. There's Mariuta in motion again. Another direct snap to Garrett Mann trying to go right up the middle, and he gets stopped. Oh, he's fighting forward still. Reaches the football across the goal line and scores L.J. Scott style. Did that hear an L.J. Scott reference here tonight? Well, he got held up and just realized he was right there and stuck the ball across the goal line it looked just like that lj scott touchdown that clinched the big 10 championship from the michigan state spartans over the iowa hawkeyes a couple of years back so the patriots answer with four plays to go 40 Check that, 55 yards, 44 of them picked up on one play from Garrett Mann. Now with 5-10 on the clock in the third quarter, it's 14-35 in favor of the Nagani Miners. Patriots going for two right here. Mann and Carlson send Mariuta in motion one more time. This one's to Carlson, tucking and running right side. Puts on a juke, he dives for the goal line, and he comes up just a little bit short. Carlson's knee hit the turf before he could stick the ball over the goal line. Near sideline judge on top of it. And the score remains 35-14 in favor of the Miners with 5-10 on the clock here in the third quarter. And boy, after an explosive and fast start to this game, pace of play, or at least the pace at which seconds tick off the clock, have come grinding to a screeching (laughs) halt. Well, that's what the Patriots need if they got to climb back in this. they got to get a three and out, though, and they, they haven't stopped the uh, Nagani Miners this second half. So Patriots have brought it back to a three-possession game. They trail by 21. Riverside Auto Mall of Marquette is a proud local business and reminds you to shop local this season. 67 cents of every dollar spent with a local business stays in our community and keeps it going strong. This month, when you buy or lease from Riverside, you get a gift card to your favorite local business. 
How our towns look this time next year is up to each one of us. Let's go team from Riverside Auto Mall of Marquette. So now the Patriots lining up to boot this one away. Carlson. Miners really loaded up front. Want to jump all over this squib kick. There it comes. High bounce. Fielded cleanly, though. And fighting forward for a whole bunch of extra yards and getting across midfield are the Miners that called up a couple of JV kids, put them out on the hands team, and there they deliver, bringing the football back across midfield. Miners take over at the Westwood 48. And Miners up by 21. You got to figure a touchdown here. Would really devastate the, the Patriots as they go straight back to Nash Hillier on the ground. He picks up maybe two. And is driven backwards by a whole swarm of red and blue jerseys. They'll give him just a yard. Or make it two yards. Finn Helpy wants to make absolutely sure that that spot's correct. He ran all the way up there and moved that football forward the extra yard himself. <laughs> he said, no, 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 no. Don't be shorting my running back. You love to see it from the center. I formation with one receiver split out to the near side. Now Philip Nelson comes in motion to the near side. It's deep to Hillier again. Gets a nice block from Nelson. Cuts up field. Hillier has space. First down. Lost Balls the football. Out. Garrett Mann's got it. Ball's out. Garrett Mann was right there. Hillier got stripped. And just the break the Patriots needed. 4.17 on the clock in the third. The first turnover for Nagani, and here come the Patriots. Patriots now from their 32 have a new lease on life. Nash Hillier gets stripped would have been another big run for the senior. This time just can't hold on to the pigskin. Garrett Rands right there to clean up the mess. 4.17 on the clock. Patriots trailing by 21. And now a flag. This play's dead before it even starts. As now the officials are doing some counting. And there's a delay of game on the Patriots. That backs them up. First and 15 now from their own 27. And now just announced over the PA system here in the West End. Calumet now up 29 to 7 on the Menominee Maroons. So it looks ever the more likely that one of these two teams on the gridiron here tonight is going to face the Copper Kings in the next round. And now here's an interesting formation. Two receivers split out to the near side with 
Still Mann and Carlson in the backfield. No trickery here, though, as it's just a straight-ahead run with Carlson. Picks up maybe a yard. Parker Kane trips up Carlson after he picks up just a yard. Now under four minutes to play in the third quarter. The Patriots desperately need to get some points on the board here. Got to keep the momentum on their side at this stage of the game. Trailing by 21. 35-14 to 14 our score in favor of Nagani. The Patriots have committed some costly mistakes this evening. And now here they're trying to capitalize on a mistake made by the Miners. It's Mann and Carlson. And now here's another flag. Carlson is frustrated. It's like a rollout, and it's a false start. So the Patriots catch a break and recover the Hillier fumble, but now a pair of penalties on a pair of downs have backed the Patriots up. Second down and 19 from the 22. Here comes Garrett Mann after getting the play call from Coach Sergila. The Patriots the past two times out have lined up with two receivers split to the near side and just one defender for the Miners is over in the proximity. That's Philip Nelson. Gerald Johnson is lurking closer to the line of scrimmage. It's the Patriots return. Now Carlson tucking, tries to get outside, stiff arms Johnson, gets extra yardage he's out across the 25 before he's tackled by Lucas Nelson picks up about 5 yards and slow to get up is Carlson Carlson's just getting stretched out well you don't think about uh, a kid losing that much water and getting a cramp in November in. <laughs> but it's 70 degrees out all day. Has been uncharacteristically warm these past couple of days, and it's been a, a warm November day. Temperature's close to 80. I mean, what what month is it? Carlson? Teammates rush over to deliver some water. He's getting stretched out here near the sideline where he went down. And when he gets up, now he does so under his own power. And he's just going to trot off to the sideline, get some extra stretching in. 2.31 on the clock here in the third quarter. Patriots trying to claw themselves out of what is right now a 21-point deficit. To do so, it's going to be an uphill battle, even in the immediate sense. They're facing a third down and 14 from their own 28. And also just announced over the public address here, an update on the Division 8 playoff game over in Iron Mountain. 56-6 lead for the Mountaineers. Despite this, I mean, what a season it was for the Model Towners. Recovering from... Lost the likes of which few teams have, have seen. Now, all by himself is 
man. He's got to tuck it and run as pressure comes. He was looking to throw. He breaks away. He's got a first down and more across midfield and across the 45 before Philip Nelson tackles him. Boy, a unique formation we've yet to see from the Patriots. Two split receivers, one on each side. Garrett Mann alone in the shotgun. It sure looked like he was getting ready to throw it. The Miners brought pressure, though. So Mann makes the instinct decision to tuck it, book it upfield, and he picks up the first down and a whole lot more. So another third down and long converted by the Patriots. But now Coach Sergila is going to call his final timeout with a minute 50 on the clock in the third quarter, trailing 35-14. to 14. And this timeout, to me, feels like a rest timeout called by Coach Sergio. Zach Carlson was on the bench stretching out and rehydrating after some cramps. Garrett Mann with another big run himself. Just needs to go over the strategy with his guys and give them all a chance to, to rehydrate. Yeah, you got to just take an opportunity to get everybody back on the same page. I mean, uh, you don't have to get it all back at once, but you got to get a score on every time you touch the ball from now on. you got to stop Nagani. And this break does come at a heavy cost. That was Coach Sergila's last timeout. He will have none available for the fourth quarter. And if the Patriots can bring this one back and make it a close game again, that could come back to haunt the Westwood Patriots. Coach Sergio just going things over with his offense. Zach Carlson is back out in the huddle and now returning to the field after getting stretched out and drinking up some water. So now from the Nagani 44, here's a first down and 10. Hip to hip in the shotgun are Manning Carlson. Bose and Mariuzza are behind the line and out to the left side. They come to the right side though with Carlson. Braces for a hit and picks up maybe two yards before he's stopped by the team of Philip Nelson and Lucas Nelson. And now this time we're going to have another stoppage in play as another Patriots down this time. It's Spencer Harvilla who needs to get stretched out for a cramp. <laughs> yeah, like we say, cramping in November. Who would have thought? And to think there's still snow on the ground yeah. on the other side of the field. That's as much a product of having only played three games and not having played a game in two weeks. And To think we were here when that snow ended up over there. <laughs> that was so long ago now. That was all the way back at the Gogebic game. Back on October the 16th. That was a 42-8 win for the Patriots here on their home field. It was going to be their only home game of this season, but the playoff points and the stars aligned to give the Patriots a second home, home game here. And Sir Harvilla still getting stretched out with a minute 32 on the clock. And now Harvilla is back up to his feet. 
Coach Wolf helping him up, and now Harvilla's back over on the sideline to stretch out just a little more. So now play is ready to resume, but without Spencer Harvilla. He's on the sideline stretching out. Three players split out wide for the Patriots. Marayutsa and Bose to the near side. Marcus Bose on the far side. Garrett Mann fakes the run. Now fires deep looking for Marcus Bose. It's caught! An unbelievable catch! Matt Skews was going stride for stride in coverage. But a throw on the money from Garrett Mann to Marcus Bose, a completion of 40 yards is going to set the Patriots up with a first and goal. Well, Skews can get up and go because I know number four can run. He makes the big time play, and now with just under a minute to play in the third quarter, the Patriots have the opportunity to cut this to a two-score game. Direct snap to Carlson. Tries to bounce it to the outside. Does he have the speed? Tries to cut up. Can't beat the Myers, but he does drive him back about a yard. However, not letting go is Philip Nelson. So Carlson picks up a yard, maybe two, and it's second and goal from the three. The seventh play of this drive is coming up right here, and we'll see if the Patriots elect to snap this before... We move to the fourth. You have to imagine that they hurry up and do, especially when they're out of timeouts. Yeah, they need uh, they need the scores, and they need them as quickly as possible. So, 12 seconds left. 11, now 10. Patriots getting set. Mann and Carlson, Mariuta and Bose on the right side. Marcus Bose put out. Garrett Mann fights away from one tackler and gets stopped short again. Boy, Parker Kane was the first man to meet him. Couldn't wrap him up, but slowed down enough. For reinforcements to arrive and with that that brings quarter number three to an end it'll be an uphill battle for the patriots we go to the fourth it's nagani 35 westwood 14 you're listening to westwood patriots football on espn up are you prepared with a home fire escape plan only one of every three american households have developed and practiced a home fire escape plan if a fire breaks out in your home you may only have a few minutes to get out safely once the smoke alarm sounds. Follow these tips to keep your family safe. Make a home escape plan. Know at least two ways out of every room. Have an outside meeting place. Practice your home fire drill at night and during the day. Practice using different ways out. Teach children how to escape on their own. Close doors behind you as you leave. Get out and stay out. Never go back inside for people or pets. Call the fire department from outside your home. For more information, visit nfpa.org. This safety message brought to you by Eagle Mind. Selecting the perfect ugly Christmas sweater for the holidays can be a difficult decision. Well, we can't do much about that sweater, but Ember's Credit Union can help you avoid ugly high interest rates. During our ugly Christmas sweater loan special, qualified members pay as little as 2.99% annual percentage rate and make no payments until January. Apply online today at embers.org. Take the ugly out of your Christmas shopping this year with the Ugly Christmas Sweater Loan Special. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. 
You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to the West End. We're just about ready for quarter number four. Alongside my broadcast partner, Dave Bowes, I'm Max Stevens. We brought you all the action up to this point, and we'll take you all the way home now as the final 12 minutes are on the clock and the Westwood Patriots trail in this one, 35-14, but they're facing a third and goal from the one-yard line. Carlson and Mann, hip to hip in the gun. Line stacked to the right side. It's to Carlson, tries to find a gap, and he can't. He's short. Carlson fights forward for a couple extra feet, but can't break the plane, and so it'll be fourth and goal. Well, that sure looked like a long yard. And now... We'll get oh, another tight. look at this. Oh, it is real tight. The nose of that football is just maybe a foot off of the goal line. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Patriots just stack up and try and sneak it across, but they won't do so. They'll stick with the same formation. Marcus Bowes split out wide to the near side. This one's to Man. He gets tripped up. The Miners make a clutch stop. Four downs in a row. They keep the Patriots out of the end zone. And they preserve the 35-14 lead with now 11-10 on the clock in the fourth quarter. That halts a nine-play, 57-yard drive that came up just a couple of feet short. And for the Westwood Patriots, that is absolutely brutal. With no timeouts, they have no way to stop the clock. So Nagani is just going to do everything they can to muscle the football forward and keep that clock moving. It is now their friend. They'll go with a fullback dive to Lucas Nelson, who fights out across the five and down to the six, just getting a little breathing room. Yeah, I think Coach Jacobson would take that for this entire drive and uh, just eat up this fourth quarter. Like you said, no way to stop the clock for the Patriots. The Miners trying to set themselves up for a date with it looks like it's going to be the Calumet Copper Kings. They're up 29-14 to 14 over the Menominee Maroons with two minutes to go. So we've gone final in the Division 8 game. Iron Mountain with a 56-8 win over the Gwynn Mountaineers. Their season comes to an end. But, boy, what a season it was for the Gwynn Model Towners. Now second down and seven. Nelson, another fullback dive. This time good for only about a yard, maybe two. But now the clock, game clock nearing ten minutes. Michael Buzino was in on the stop for the Patriots. They don't have to be too fancy. They just got to keep moving the chains here. That's Nagani's road to a victory. And still up by 21 points. I mean, I don't think Paul Jacobson would even hate just taking a minute and a half, two minutes off the clock and then kicking it away. I think you'll see Johnson looking at that back judge until he raises his hand. Yep. Johnson now sends Bellinger in motion. This time it's to Hillier. Coming to the outside, Marcus Bowes staying home and a big hit delivered by Garrett Mann. He sits Nash Hillier down and that'll bring up fourth down. 
Oh, yeah, nice hit put on by Garrett Mann, and that'll bring the Miners punt team out. This is a tough punt right here. This is the first time the Miners have gone three and out since their opening possession. They did turn the ball over on downs on four straight plays, though, right before the end of the first half. So now Johnson punting out of his own end zone. It's high and not very deep. It does take a minor bounce, though. It's out across the 35 and trickles slowing down and stopping at the Westwood 37. So now the Patriots... 8.56 on the clock, and boy, getting stopped on fourth down just hurts so much, not just in the sense that they came up empty, but now they have another shot to score and in good field position to do so just with three less minutes on the clock. Exactly. You know, you're hoping that this is a situation only you've got, you put that other score up, and now you're trying to get one to narrow it to a one-score game instead of still being a three-score game. Calumet has gone final, 29-14 win. So the winner of this contest has a date with the Copper Kings for the district championship. Zach Carlson going right, cutting up field, tries to reverse his field and slips in the process of doing so. He's right back up to his feet and hurrying over to the sideline to get the next play call from Coach Sergula. He's well aware of the fact that the Patriots have no timeouts left and wants to move as quick as he can. They'll give Carlson only about a half yard on that run. Eight and a half to go in the fourth. Second down from the 33. There goes Mariuzza across the back of the formation. This is a direct snap to man. Cuts up field, but he gets tripped up by Parker Kane, who grabs his ankle and trips up man as he tries to sidestep Kane. That is not the only shoestring tackle we've seen Parker Kane make in the backfield tonight he has really had a good night and he knows it too he popped right up to his feet after he made that stop now under eight to go in the game Patriots facing a third down and nine again no timeouts for the Patriots so every second that ticks off the clock inches closer They repeat the formation. Marcus Bowes is out to the far side, and there he goes. Snap gets away from Carlson again, and this time, though, here comes some flags to save the day as Carlson was was able to pick up the football, but, boy, was he about to get rocked. Eli Lokola was going to put the punishment on Zach Carlson after he recovered that football. Technically, we gained a seven yards if that fall started. <laughs> lost five, but it would have been back 12 if we, and we might have lost Carlson. Eli, Eli Local had a full run at him, and to his credit, he, he pulled up right away. He didn't, he didn't deliver the blow. The false start actually saves the Patriots, but it does create a third down and 14 from the 42. They need to get past the 28 for a fresh set of downs. Man, rolling right. Looks like he might want to throw. He's not going to get the opportunity to as he's thrown out of bounds. The Miners defense coming alive in the late stages of this game and just shutting the Patriots down. So loss 
and Mann was unable to get out of bounds either. It was Marcus Johnson who wrapped him up playing the outside corner. And now face a fourth down and a country mile here with 6.40 on the clock in the game. Talk about fourth and 17. Patriots, you have to imagine their season is on the line right here. Marcus Bowes is the lone man split out wide on the far side, and now Coach Jacobson still has all three of his timeouts, is going to burn one right here in order to go over this play with his defense. He's going to loosen them up a little bit here. They were playing pretty tight to the line. They only need a pass of 17 yards or more is the only thing that's going to hurt you here. I think he's going to have his big guys up front pin their ears back, and he's going to loosen up his secondary a little. Peninsula Pharmacy still offers good old-fashioned house calls. If you or a loved one takes multiple meds, Peninsula Pharmacy sorts and individually packs each dose and delivers it to you with UPY delivery. If you're ready to simplify your meds, call Peninsula Pharmacy, a locally owned family business. Carpet Specialists and Carpet One in Ishpeming and Marquette is a proud supporter of area athletics. We're more than just a carpet store. Tiles are specialty with six certified tile installers, the only ones north of Green Bay. We tile, you smile. Carpet Specialists, Carpet One, Ishpeming and Marquette. Bartonin's Auto Body appreciates the efforts the Patriots have put in and are backing them all the way. Midtown Breakery and Cafe in Nagani is proud of the two teams on the field tonight. Good luck to the Miners and Patriots. Midway Rental and Sales says good luck to the Westwood Patriots, and they're going to need some of it here on this fourth down, and they've officially called it 22. From their own 46-yard line. Here comes Mariuta to the near side of the formation in motion. Man, looking to throw, fires it deep for Bose, and it's incomplete. Bose near the sticks, he might have been a little short even if he came up with it. But Matt skews in coverage, not allowing that, and that turns the ball over on down. So now with 6-16 to go in the ballgame and up 35-14, Westwood still without any timeouts. Nagani is going to be perfectly content to just feed the football to the backs that got him here. Lucas Nelson and Nash Hillier. Just going to run as much clock off the, as they can. As now Nelson breaks free up the middle. See you later. Lucas Nelson puts the exclamation point on it, and it's 41-14 Miners. Almost looked like they uh, did a quick quick call there, a quick cadence there, and caught the Patriots sleeping. It's a 55-yard touchdown run for Lucas Nelson, and if the game wasn't over before that snap, it is now. Now Philip Nelson is back out to try and tack on the extra point. And this one's just going to put an exclamation point on it. 
There's the snap. Good hold from Johnson. And this one's good. 42-14 our score with 6.06 on the clock in favor of the Nagani Miners. And it's looking more and more like the Miners are going to have a date with the Calumet Copper Kings at this time next week. Boy, and that has been a tough matchup for Coach Jacobson and his group to go up and get John Crows and the, and the Copper Kings. They've, they've struggled with them in the past. But this is, like I said, this is the best Nagani team I've seen in four years. The most complete team anyway. And it's a team that has really fought tooth and nail to get here. I mean, they missed their last season game against Westwood at the end of the regular season. A couple of losses. There are two losses on the field this season a com by a combined four points. Yeah. Just in some tough, tough games. To kick them in the teeth as well, they lost starting quarterback Will Luke very early in the season. Gerald Johnson has played magnificently in his stead, and he's continued to do so here tonight. Now the Miners with 6.06 on the clock and a 28-point lead are ready to boot it away. This time it's Eli Lokola lining up for the kick. The second team all-conference player is now shaking off a big hit with Jack Bowes. He fights forward for just an extra two yards. But still, wow, what a statement that was. Would not be denied those extra two. Six minutes even on the clock as the Patriots take over with the football. Again, the other playoff games we've been keeping our eye on this evening have already come to a close. Iron Mountain defeats Gwynn 56-8. They advance to the district championship, and the winner of this game will take on the Calumet Copper Kings, who picked up a 29-14 win over the Menominee Maroons. But right now in the West End, it's the Westwood Patriots taking over from their own 37. Patriots in the eye. Carlson hands it off to the fullback. Fighting forward for some extra yards. Right out of the eye is Luke Mariuzza. First time he's touched the football on offense this evening. I think he's giving the senior a touch. Last time he's going to get to strap it up and play here. And with no timeouts and trailing by 28 with now under five and a half to play, this one is all but over. Patriots don't really have any way to stop the clock as they go back to the eye. This time it goes to the deep man who leaps forward for some extra yardage. And it was Garrett Mann. Picks up about four yards on that second down rush, brings up third and four. And this still, you know, you, you look ahead for the Westwood Patriots. We mentioned earlier, this is still a really young team. I mean, they have 
just six seniors. Yeah, they've had the advantage of, you know, being the oldest team on the field here for the last three years, and now it's caught up to them a little bit. You know, they've got quite a young team out there. So, Out of the eye. Mishandled handoff. There's a fumble, and the Miners are on top of it. The exchange between Carlson was bobbled. The football skirts away. Matt Skews falls on top of it. And the Nagani Miners take over with 4.33 on the clock in the fourth quarter. And now Coach Jacobson is going to burn a timeout, and almost certainly he's going to do this to... to putting a different group in. Getting his kids some time. And boy, the, the Westwood Patriots pair of interceptions in the first half, a pair of lost fumbles to go with three turnovers on downs in the second half. And we mentioned, Coach Sergio has said before the game, you know, their offense really hadn't been challenged up to this point this year. They got challenged tonight. And the Patriots, when they held on to the football, moved it still with a good degree of efficiency. I mean, this was a productive offense when they have the football in their hands. The problem is the Patriots haven't been able to keep the football. Yeah, but, you know, that is that is an offense that is based on a lot of it is timing. And when you have not played in three weeks, you know, you struggle, you know. They were all out of sync tonight, and, uh, you know, it just showed. The Nagani Miners will take over at the Westwood 47. Not that it matters all that much. I see a lot of, see a lot of clean jerseys coming in for the Nagani Miners right now. A lot of clean jerseys. <laughs> Gerald Johnson, though, still remains under center. There we go, handing off up the middle. The Miners are going to be content to just let this one run out they'll be content here to just hike the ball three times and allow the maximum number of seconds possible to elapse off the clock Gerald Johnson not in any sort of hurry got one hand parked on his hip as he awaits the team to assemble around him in the huddle now under four to play again the miners are up 42 14 and are looking to just wind out as much of the clock as they can here as Johnson feeds it off up the middle to the fullback once again. Luke Ryan, the sophomore called up from JV for today's game, picks up two yards on that second down rush. Again, not that it matters all that much. The Miners, I'm certain, really don't care what the outcome of this drive is as long as some seconds come off the clock. No, I'm getting some playoff experience here for the younger kids. It looks like they've brought in their JV team is what it looks like. The exception of maybe just a few kids. Because now uh, Gerald Johnson is the tallest kid for the Miners. <laughs> and before, when the varsity, the, uh, the uh, starting group is out there, he looks like he was standing in a hole. <laughs> because that's a big group, that first group for the Nagani Miners. I'll say that. Another fullback dive for the Miners picks up about three 
And that'll be a fourth down and four. Again, not that it matters all that much. Nagani just trying to wind off the last two minutes and 40 seconds of game time as they're up 42-14. And the Patriots, we knew we were in for a wild game tonight. And it was a fight the whole way, even though the score doesn't really show that this game was close. I mean, these are two teams, if the Patriots could just hold on to the football a little better, this would be coming down to the wire. As now Brady Roos, first time we've called his number tonight, he gets the carry on fourth down, gets nowhere near the first down marker, so the Patriots take over. From their own 42 with 2.02 still on the clock. And again, the Patriots, with no timeouts, have no way to stop the clock. Trailing by 28. Westwood goes back to the eye. Carlson is under center. And off to the deep man, coming to the near side and finding some room to run is Stephen Kangas. The senior getting his first touch on the football this afternoon. Does get out of bounds and pick up a first down, so the clock stops. Minute 54. Gawney Miners hurrying up and trying to make a last-second substitution. Eli Locolo charging off the field. Eli Van Buren checks in to replace him. And now Coach Jacobson has burnt another timeout as the team was panicking, trying to make some substitutions at the last second. Eagle Mine is looking for new members to join their team. Look for job opportunities by visiting eaglemine.com forward slash careers for more information. Looking for a bank that understands your business? Look to MBank. From business loans to treasury management and everything in between, MBank is in your corner and just around the corner. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The Bjork and Zoki Funeral Home supports the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family, and they support the efforts of the players, coaches, cheerleaders, band, friends, and family who are cheering on the team. Good luck. Big Boy Restaurant Marquette has the room for you and your team to enjoy breakfast, lunch, and dinner buffets with room for everyone to sit together in the meeting room in the back of the restaurant. Big Boy Marquette. Embers Credit Union is ready to serve you. Marquette, Nagani, Gwynn, Munising, and Trenary. Embers Credit Union, live it up. Minute 54 on the clock. Patriots will have a fresh set of downs from the Nagani 46. Not that it matters all that much. Now there's a handoff. It's Kangas again. Under center now for the Patriots is Garrett Sunberg, the junior. Kangas picks up about five yards on first down. Five. 
Breaking the huddle is Sunberg. 90 seconds still on the clock in this one. Second down and five. Sundberg hands off to the deep man. It's Kangas coming up the near side. Gets around one man and is dragged out of bounds. Just on the other side of the 35. Matt Skews dragged him out. Clock has resumed. 105 on the clock. The Patriots return. Back up to the line in the I formation. Marcus Bose is split out to the near side as we're under a minute to play here. Again, the Patriots down 42 to 14. That first down carry by Stephen Kangas picks up about two, maybe three yards up the middle. As we're under 40 seconds to play here in the game. It will be the Nagani Miners heading up to the Copper Country next week to take on the Calumet Copper Kings for the district championship. 25 seconds. The crowd here at Westwood with the thank you seniors chant. Of course, these fans, very appreciative of the efforts. Their team tonight just didn't quite go their way this time. A little, few too many turnovers for this one as that will be the last snap. The chain gang has dropped the chains. There's one and there's zero. We've gone final from the West End. The Nagani Miners are moving on to the district championship. They win 42 to 14 over the Westwood Patriots. Stay with us. We'll have the post-game show recap coming up after this. You're listening to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Holiday Bucks are back at Tonics Econo Foods. Collect and save your Holiday Bucks just for using your more card, and you could get yourself a free ham or turkey for this holiday season. You're going to grocery shop anyway, so why not get a free succulent turkey or a whole or half a ham just for using your more card. Stop in for more details now through December 20th and only at Tonics Econo Foods. Fresh savings now. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color-matched finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. We have gone final in the West End alongside my broadcast partner, Dave Bowes. I'm Max Stevens. We brought you all the action from this 42-14 to Nagani Miners victory over the Westwood Patriots here in West Ishpeming. The Miners move on to the district championship where they will face off against the Calumet Copper Kings. Let's tell you how we got here. Westwood won the opening coin toss and elected to defer. They forced a three and out on Nagani's first drive, and then after a 12-play drive that went nearly 80 yards for a touchdown, it was Brenton Bellinger who made an interception in the back of the end zone, and Nagani just completely controlled the game from there. They answered that with a touchdown, a 49-yard bomb from 
Gerald Johnson to Eli Lokola. They connected on the long pass to take the lead, and the Miners never would look back. They picked off Zach Carlson on the Patriots' next possession. Scored again, that time on a just a short run, one-yard touchdown run from Lucas Nelson, and it was just all Miners from there. Travis Uran was able to respond with a kickoff return touchdown after a third Miners touchdown. That was a four-yard touchdown run from Nash Hillier. And we went into the half with the score at 21-8. to And the Patriots' offense just completely stymied in the second half. I mean, they lost a fumble, three turnovers on downs, lost another fumble near the end of the game. Their third possession of the half, Garrett Mann converted a one-yard touchdown run after a big pass to Marcus Bowes. Just a night that didn't belong to the Patriots. Just unable to hold on to the football, and you're really going to have a hard time beating a quality team like Nagani if, if yeah. you can't hold on to the pigskin. They were going to have to play pretty mistake-free football to beat this squad, and I'm not saying they weren't capable of doing that, but it just didn't happen here tonight, and I don't take anything away from Nagani. Nagani played great tonight. They, did, they came in to a hostile environment, did what they had to do, stayed with their game plan. It looks like... Uh, you know, they're out injury-free and, uh, you know, setting themselves up for trying to trying to compete for that district championship this year and uh, more power to the Nagani Miners and good luck next week to them. Um, as far as the Patriots go, success in that you had a season. You got three games in, you looked really good, you had some highs. Tonight was just a bit of a low. And, uh, you know, with the exception of eight teams, every year ends in a loss, you know. It's... Uh, <laughs> So, uh, you know, thank you to those seniors that, uh, that helped out. I'd try naming them, but I'd surely leave someone out. Uh, maybe we could go down the list of seniors there. And, uh, you know, Mike Buzino and, uh, you know, uh, uh, we, Stephen Kangas, uh, certainly Garrett Mann, um, Jack Bowles, Luke uh, Mariuzza. Am I leaving off of that? Uh, a list in that group there. Um, you know, those kids have, have stayed with it, and, uh, you know, thankful to have had those kids to uh, be part of this uh, football program that, uh, you know, now the norm here is uh, is the playoffs, and uh, that's something that um, the group has worked very hard to, to, to have that be the case. It isn't just are we going to make, it's the norm is you will be in the playoffs, and... Uh, you know, that's a great tradition, and this is a very young team, and we're going to see them again uh, in tournament play next year. I could uh, I could see that happening very easily. So, Absolutely. I mean, you mentioned just the fact that we even had this season is, uh, is a victory in and of itself, and, and certainly uh, Fortune was not doing the Patriots any favors by canceling half of their regular season games. You know, they only got three regular season games in, only one of them was here at home. Then, of course, the, they got the home playoff matchup. They got to draw against Nagani. And all the credit in the world goes to Nagani. You know, the Patriots certainly Absolutely. didn't do themselves any favors with all the turnovers. But Nagani played really solid defensively all night. I mean, Nash Hillier turned in a great performance. Gerald Johnson and Lucas Nelson also very, very effective. I mean, it was just a, a complete performance for the Miners. And if, if there's one thing you can hang your hat on for the Patriots, it's that... The season up to this point was a success. 
Absolutely. And everybody is still standing yep. and healthy. Injury-free. Injury-free. Yep, yep. Some cramps, and that was it, you know. So, uh, you know, you're going to take that. You're going to take that and take that and move on. With that, we'll take our last timeout. We owe you one more, so we'll take it now. We'll hear from Coach Sergela and wrap things up right after this. You're listening to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP, where the final score, Westwood Patriots 14, Nagani Miners 42. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth Program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth Program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Hi, I'm Mark Stonerock, the Outreach Coordinator and Certified Athletic Trainer for the Sideline to Sideline Sports Medicine Program. So one of the nice things about the Sideline Program is that we all try to abide by to a same-day or next-day coverage. So there is no waiting. There's no, uh, we have an appointment in two weeks, but uh, the athletic trainer will contact the medical practitioner's office, and we try to get you in at least within the next day, and that really expedites the whole program. And it takes a little worry out of the patient's hands and out of the parent's hands and gets them right into the track where they need to be. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to the West End where we've gone final. The Nagani Miners moving on to the district championship against the Calumet Copper Kings with a 42-14 defeat of the Westwood Patriots. Max Stevens on the call for you, now joined by Westwood head coach Scott Sergela. Coach, just a a tough night for the guys. You know, this is a, a, a team and a game that if... You know, just played a little cleaner, it would have been a whole really intense game. Uh, I believe we had five turnovers tonight. Um, you know, that that's a tough one. We, uh, it, what I didn't, what I was worried about happening happened. Um, Nagani, one, is a veteran team. Two, they're very big, they're very physical. And uh, we were manhandled up front on the O-line. And they punched us in the mouth, and we didn't respond the greatest. We really didn't, and um, we didn't like it. And, uh, I, that, you know, if we were in a game, you know, we look at our three wins. Um, I believe combined, I think those three teams have two wins for the season. And uh, Nagani, experienced, um, you know, beaten and battered a little bit. And, you know, they're, they've weathered their, their storm. They've had two close games against Gladstone. They lost a tough one to Houghton. Um, I'll be honest, I, I, I didn't think this was going to happen. I, I'm a little bit disappointed in the fact that um, when, when we did put the turnovers aside, we still had a chance to get it within 14 points. And if you can't score from uh, the one-yard line, you're on an ice, we don't deserve to win. Just a, a, a night that didn't go the, the way for the Patriots. And, and certainly you mentioned, you know, the Miners are a very experienced team, and they, they turned in a really complete performance tonight. But you mentioned... The schedule certainly didn't do you guys any no. favors in terms of experience. Only got to play half your regular season games. Had multiple breaks of, of multiple weeks without games. But we got the season off despite all the difficulties. I mean, can, you, can you talk a little bit about just reflecting on the, the trials and tribulations of up to this point? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm happy for our kids um, and proud of them that, you know, we weathered the storm. And what's disappointing is that I know how hard they work. I know how hard they work this summer. And, um, you know, we, we really hung our heads and uh, got down. I, I, I was really surprised, to be honest with you. And, um, and I don't know. I don't, it, it's, there, I'll be honest. It's hard to say a lot of positive things because we got absolutely manhandled tonight. We really did. And I'm going to say this, I love, I love that senior class. And, and you know, it, I saw, you know, I'm walking off that field and I see Garrett Mann, Lamar, and those guys. And, and man, it, uh, it, it's tough to, you know, uh, Jack Bowes, and it's tough to watch that because I wish I could go back two hours and say, okay, you know, this is it. This is really it right now. And they don't realize it until it hits them, you know, and, and um you know, that's tough. There's a, that's tough. It's hard to take a lot of positives away because, you know, I was trying to get on them, and we, we really didn't. We really didn't. We had some underclassmen tonight that, that when we got punched in the mouth and they're running ice at us and, and slant, and we, did, we didn't like it. And, uh, you know, it's football. It really is. It's football, and it, it's a physical game. It's a, it's a barbaric game. And uh, we, 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 we weren't barbaric enough. We weren't physical enough. We absolutely got manhandled up front. Uh, and, and basically the entire game, their backs are even 10 times better than I thought. He's 42 is faster than I thought. 25 ran, ran harder. Um, you know, it was a tough night. It really was. And it's disappointing that I, I, I thought it would be a little bit of a, a, a tighter game, to be honest with you. I knew we were going to be in a battle and, you know, and obviously the turnovers played a part in that and, uh, you know, um, doesn't help at all. But some of those turnovers are, us not responding in the proper way, like, we, you know, we, a receiver runs a route, he's wide open, I don't go back to it right away, we run it a little bit later, and he runs a different route. Well, the quarterback threw where he was supposed to be, and but he threw it to Nagani, you know what I mean? And so, we just did some uncharacteristic things tonight, and that, that happens, you know, like Mike Tyson said, right, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face, and that, <laughs> and I'll be honest, that happened tonight, we got punched, and we, we just, we just didn't quite, uh, we got a little bit disheveled, but, uh, you know, it doesn't mean we got some bad kids or anything like that. It's it, we got a younger group, you know, and and we needed that game, the second or third game of the week or the the season. And if we would have had that, it would have helped us grow. You know what I mean? And we just didn't have that. And you know, I told the kids after the game, it's it's you know, you can't blame you. It's COVID. You know, what do you do? And uh, but you know, it is what it is. And, you know, you mentioned this is a really young group that you're, you're graduating a, a class of seniors that has meant a lot to this program. Could you could you just talk before I let you go a little bit about the program going forward and about the guys uh, coming back next year and taking that next step? You know, my hat's off to our seniors and, and you know, it's a there's not a lot of them, but it's a tight knit group. And um, we had some juniors that really had to step up this year and, and play some veteran roles for us, even though they're not veterans. And, um, you know, it, uh, I, I thought, you know, the season went pretty good. It's nice when the kids start policing themselves and that's what we're trying to do and hold each other accountable. And, um, you know, it's, uh, in the workouts in the off season and, you know, doing things right in school, out of school. And that's what we're trying to get across to these kids. And, um, we're starting to get that a little bit. We're starting to get some leadership and, you know, we got great kids and, and 
Uh, we just got to continually develop that leadership. And you know, it seems like a lot of kids nowadays are afraid to put themselves out there. And uh, that's what we're trying to get across to our kids, not be afraid to, you know, make mistakes or fail and uh, not be afraid to be a leader. And uh, the world needs good, positive leaders. And, you know, um, we got a lot of them. We're, we got some young kids on this team. And, um, you know, I, I like what the future holds. Well, Coach, thanks so much for your for your time tonight. And congratulations on, on uh, the season up to this point. It was certainly not easy, but... You guys found a way and put on a put, had an entertaining season, nonetheless. It, 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 thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Max. I appreciate everything you've done. Of course, thank done you. A great job. Thank you. That'll do it from us here in the West End. Final score: Nagani Miners forty-two, Westwood Patriots fourteen. The Miners move on next week. They'll take on the Calumet Copper Kings for the district championship. Until next time. Signing off for ESPN-UP, I'd like to thank a big shout-out to Eric Martello back in Mission Control, making sure things go smoothly, and also special thank you to Adam Diaz for running the camera for our Facebook live stream this evening. A big thank you to both those gentlemen and to all of our sponsors who make our continued productions and broadcasts of Westwood Patriot Athletics possible. On behalf of my partner Dave Bowes, I'm Max Stevens saying good night and so long.